pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm and business. Sunarcsolarsystems.ie Yes, we're just under a half an hour away. It is Carlo versus Dublin. Shane O'Keefe with you now for the pre-match analysis. I'm joined by a proud Carlovian, Mr. Edward Cody, Mount Leinster Rangers man as well. Edward, how are you, sir? Good, Shane, and yourself? I'm very good. I'm absolutely buzzing for it, but I'm a Kilkenny man. As a Carlo man, how are you feeling? I should look at um, a little apprehensive for the guys, to be honest with you, because it's a big step up. Um, after hurling Joe Mack all year um, after hurling I suppose Division 2 all year now you're coming into a preliminary all-earning quarter-final against a team that's hurling Division 1 that's hurling have five Leinster Championship games under a belt so you'd have to be a little apprehensive but you'd have to be a little bit optimistic as well that if Carlo at home get the crowd behind them a bit like Leash four years ago that they could put Dublin um, to the pin of their collar maybe or, or keep, keep Dublin tight enough early on uh, and give themselves a chance with 15 to go you'd kind of you know you'd say there could something happen here Listening to some of the dubs when we were down in Reddies of Carlo they seem very very confident uh, maybe one or two are kind of slipping in the fact oh you know it'll be a close game we just heard from Colin Keeney there who's played the game so he might know it a bit more than most but a lot of the Dublin fans that were down in Reddies that were taught and said to Robbie off here they're very confident should they be very confident? So look Shane I suppose that they have to be confident in that if they if they are following a team that's perceived to be at a higher level than the team they're playing on any given day like they couldn't but be confident so but at the end of the day there's 15 men on 15 men for 70 minutes and like that that air of confidence can actually come back and bite you to a degree if you're overly confident um, so look at I wouldn't worry about them being confident they'll go in as favourites that confidence level can be what it is with the supporters it's the guys that it's the guys that have the jerseys on their back is the ones that are going to make the difference or if Carlo can get on top in that end of it maybe they can make the difference a lot of Carlo fans will probably be looking back to when Leash stunned at Dublin 122 to 23 points in, in All-Ireland uh, preliminary game also and they'll take heart in the fact that Eddie Brennan's men was able to do it however on the other side of that Dublin are going to be very wary that they don't want a repeat to happen because of the media coverage that came over because of the criticism that they got from it as well so even though it's a few years ago four to be exact bit of a wounded animal coming from that yeah, there will be Shane to agree uh, to a degree, and yes, forewarned is forearmed. I, I 100% buy into that. But uh, I would look at it was a different management team that was over Dublin at the time. Yeah, and I would say it's almost a different Dublin team as well. Maybe with the exception of three to four players, uh, it's a really new look Dublin team in in the in the last couple of years. So most of the players that will take to the field today wouldn't have been on the on the team that day. So you know, unless you've actually been there, you can be to- told about it all you like. You can be uh, it can be brought up in meetings it can be went through in analysis but unless you're actually was on, you were on the field and you felt it I suppose deep in the pity or soul uh, you know I wouldn't read too much into it yes it's, it'll be a little bit forewarned but I wouldn't read too much into that now to be honest with you in terms of uh, Carlo we heard from Pat Murphy and we've heard from a lot of players in the sense that 
job done. We've done what we needed to do, winning the Joe McDonough. We're getting Leinster status now next year. Is there a bit of apprehension from fans in the sense that, right, that's what we've we, we've set out to do? I remember Rathvilly winning the football championship and then having to go out only a week later now, albeit, and then coming away from Dunloy with or not Dunloy, coming away from with with a loss. Because they didn't have, because they'd achieved what they wanted to do, everything was a free hit after that. Is there an apprehensiveness from yourself as a supporter that, look, we have job done, everything is a bit of a free hit now? Yeah, there's a worry. I wouldn't call it an apprehension, Shane. I'd call it a worry because what that, what that does is Carlo had a competition to win at the start of the year, and that was the Joe McDonough. Um, that was their sole focus. Whatever came after that was irrelevant. Um, th- this is what's coming after that. So the relevance had to come within the last three weeks of this game. Now, the aftermath of the Joe McDonough will always take a while to subside, I suppose. And it depends how training has gone in-house. I have, I'm, not, I'm not privileged to that information, but there would be a little bit of a worry to say that, yes, the job has been done. This is a kind of a free shot, but... If there's a little bit of ambition in the group, which I think there is, this should this should be more than just a free shot. This should be well up for this game, and look at the, look at to to bring Clare to wherever it's going to be next week or the week after in the next round of this because that's that's massive and that had really opened up the eyes of the world or the, the eyes of the of the country as to what's happening in Carlo from the population we have from the the, the you know the the small pools the you know the I suppose. They just don't have the resources that other counties have, but it's massive for what for what resources we have to be where we are. Looking at the resources now that are going to be out on the field, uh, Tom Lally made just one change to the Joe McDonough Cup winning Carlow team for today's clash against Dublin. Jack Havanagh replacing Conor Kyo. We heard about Conor going over to the States in midfield. It has there been we've seen it recently a lot not wouldn't say dummy teams but a lot of maybe enforced changes particularly with Kilkenny over the last few games have you heard anything through the grapevine in regards to the starting lineup? Look not in particularly Connor, like it's well known that Conor Kyo who's the Carroll team out now um, so it's well known that Conor Kyo has had a holiday in the States um, booked for after the Joe McDonough so it was very hard to, to not go on that so he went on it anyway so that's obviously a force change from the Joe McDonough team um, so as far as I'm aware uh, Richie Cody is basically straight in to the middle of the field area possibly in the middle of the field not 100% on that yet um, and Jack Jack Kavanagh will go back to wing back Jack McCullough will go back to corner back and Niall Bulger won't start and John Michael Nolan will start in the forwards as he has done in the last number of games anyway so while there's always been a kind of that, that that's a kind of pretty standard team that's given out by Carlo every day to go out but um, the, the one that actually starts and the positions they start in is pretty pretty set um, for all the games they're all the, the, the latter end of the Joe McDonough anyway with only that one force change now with Connor not being available today and is that a good thing that everything seems pretty much set as is because obviously it creates consistency within the team but does it allow opponents the chance to not have to second guess and be able to prepare uh, very appropriately and very well for the game uh, to a degree like uh, I suppose it's a positive for, for from a Carlo perspective because they, they know where they're playing they know the positions they're in they've, they have had those guys we'll say in front of them behind them beside them pretty much all year um, yes it, it's probably it's it's 
basically signposting to Dublin this is the way we're going to line up if you've done any analysis on him you'll know that anyway so like teams are doing those analysis nowadays it's, it's no second nature throwing out dummy teams is, is probably no there's no no benefit in it like um, so the other side of it is though that Carroll forwards t- to be fair to them they rotate around a good bit so they're not going to be a full forward stuck at full forward for the entire game or um, John Michael Nolan on the wing maybe he could be in at the square Marty could be centre forward he could be full forward Chris could be in the corner he could be on the wing so that that that, that rotation or that variation is probably the key there today that the, they move around the place and they ask questions of the, the Dublin backs obviously, obviously the Carroll backs then are probably more settled as to where they the positions they're in and you know maybe that's more beneficial in, t- in playing together because you know if you're you're going in front of you and he's going to meet the ball and, and you kind of you're sure that he's going to get it it gives you a little bit more of a uh, you know you relax a little bit more maybe on your man then so you know look at there's pro- pros and cons in that but uh, having a settled team is, is no bad thing Having the experience of someone like Dermot uh, Burns in there and who's come up against Dublin in, in, in the game very recently uh, 2019 I think is the last time the two sides kind of faced off in a competitive fixture having that experience in there how crucial is that? Uh, yeah so look at the like the, the, the bone of the Carroll team is probably well experienced whether whether it be at, at um, club level or county level they would, they would have come up against Dublin teams as you say back in 19 maybe I don't know did they play one another in 20 in a Division 1 game um, Dublin obviously have had the upper hand in, in most recent uh, fixtures the one I remember remember most is probably a league game in 19 where um, I think Dublin Dublin went out ran out six points in the end but uh, there was a couple of controversial refereeing decisions mm. in my memory to, to that day so you know the, that was probably the closest of the last two or three outings that they've had but this is a to be fair that was only 19 well it's four years ago but the, the, the forward line that Carlo have now they never had and like uh, I say that with the utmost respect to those that have hurled in the forwards for Carlo over the years they've never had six forwards like they have at the moment and when you have six forwards that can score that can do damage they can win their own ball there's always a chance like there, there, there's there's a chance of of winning a game when you have when you have scoring forwards and that's that's kind of what I'm hanging my hat on today to be honest with you uh, one of those forwards that you're speaking about, Mr. Marty Cavanagh, so crucial from set pieces, generally so clinical in regards to it. In terms of Dublin, though, Donald Burke, is he as reliable as some of the country's top free, free takers if there's serious pressure on him this evening? Is he as reliable? Yeah, is he, would he be as reliable yeah. as uh, like having Marty stand over the ball? Ah, look at I think he is. Um, he wouldn't be on him if he wasn't. And in a county like Dublin, that have those aspirations, if you're not, um, if you're not reliable, standing over the freeze, they'll get someone that is reliable. So I would, yeah, okay, like T.J. Reid and, and the exceptions out there um, will um, maybe beg to differ a little bit. He might be as as reliable, maybe. But while we're, and we're lucky that we have Marty that can. I don't want to put the jinx on him now, but like every free he stands over, he, no matter whether it's in the corner or on the sideline or at, on his own 65-yard line, you nearly you, you could nearly break it down straight away. So that's massive in a side when when the team out the field are working so hard to turn over ball and can win a free. If if they know that more than likely we're going to get a point out of this, it's it's brilliant for them. In terms of the Dublin team, Donald Burke was named to start, but is there any talks of changes in that team? No, as far as I'm concerned, again, I talked to Pierrot, the county board here a few minutes ago, and he said Dublin are 
starting as selected as far as he's concerned now that was 20 minutes ago so in the meantime I've heard nothing different alright well Eddie we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with you in just a few moments so don't go anywhere if you have any questions for Edward as well 083-306-9696 the dinner's ready .ie contact line in regards to the Dublin starting lineup, it's Sean Brennan then John Bellew Owen O'Donnell and Paddy Smith in the full back line Paddy Doyle Connor Burke and Darry Gray in the half back line in the middle of the park you have Mark Rogan and Chris O'Leary number 10 11 and 12 Danny Sutcliffe we mentioned him there Donald Burke and Keane Boland then number 13 13, you have Sean Curry, Keno Sullivan, and Dara Power uh, rounding out the forwards there. For Carlo, it w- was down as Brian Tracy, Paul Doyle, Connor Lawler, Niall Bulger, Fiaka, Fritz Patrick, Dermot Byrne, Jack McCullough, Jack Kavanagh, Kevin McDonald, John Nolan, Chris Nolan, James Doyle, Jack Tracy, and Marty Kavanagh. But we heard Richie Cody, I believe, is getting into that starting team. So one change from the initial change of the Joe McDonough Cup winning team. We're going to go take that quick ad break. Don't go anywhere. Lots more still to come. Pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm and business. SunarkSolarSystems.ie Pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm and business. SunarkSolarSystems.ie Well, the messages are flying in. Hello, guys. I heard you're giving away a lawnmower. I was out cutting the grass and ran over a big... Rocket, it blew up my lawnmower. Mag's Kenny there. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Mag. Yes, we did give away a lawnmower earlier on. It went to Jimmy Nolan of Carlo, so it could be a great day for himself. But you do say best of luck to Carlo, as does James Fenlon down in Limerick, listening in, maybe on the KCLR app or wherever you may be listening into. We're delighted that you're joining us. Joining me right now is Mr. Edward Cody. Edward, continuing on from the conversations that we just had, it, it, it's been mentioned that Dublin, like say the open spaces at Crow Park in favour of Parnell Park because of their fast forwards but do you think that the tightness of the pitch might work against them and Carlo can use it to their advantage today? Yeah I'd be hoping so to be honest with you because um, listening to the, the coverage of um, when Michal who was coming out to get looking for Dublin to get into Crow Park to play Galway people were calling them mad but uh, I watched the first half of that, I watched that game but the first half of that game the pace that Dublin have is, is phenomenal so the, the spaces of Crow Park uh, definitely suit them so I would I would think yeah to, to confine it a little bit here today to tighten it up a little bit yes Dublin team are physical but they're all so fast and if they don't have space the pace will only bring you, it'll bring you so far so I would I would put it to Carlo's advantage home a home venue and a tighter pitch yes Tipperary leading by 21 points against Offaly in that game half that's time, a yeah. uh, that's a big score at half time isn't it yeah 325 there I see on Twitter there at, uh, they have at half time like, that's a serious 35 minutes of scoring but look that's what Tipperary have they're, um, they're, not, they're, not, they're unbelievable hurlers and when they when they turn it on like they'll absolutely crucify you I don't believe like I know you're going from Leinster and Joe Mack and you're going Joe Mack to Munster but I don't believe there's going to be anything similar in this game today this game is 100% I believe going to be a very tight affair I've been following the lads since I've came in in KCLR but particularly this year it's just been a joy to listen to them knowing that they'll go to the very end seeing what happened against Kerry I know they probably should have came away with the the win in that game but then going up against Leash as well and then being able to salvage it at the end like these lads never give up 
No, no, they don't, Shane, and that's probably the one of the one of the one of the greatest attributes you could pay to them all year that they go to the to the to the bitter debt and that was the difference of them making the Joe Mac was was the res- resolve to, to to finish games and go to the last minute. The penalty against Leeds being prime example, I guess. Um, so you'd be hoping that the same mentality will be there today. Now, again, going back to your earlier question, like the Joe Mac having achieved it, it, with 15 to go, if Dublin are starting to open up a little bit. Will Carlos say, "Okay, look at this is one step too far. We'll have to go back to a heavy, heavy winters um, training and be be better prepared for the Leinster Championship next year?" I don't know. I hope not. I really, really hope not. I hope that they'll go to the bitter end here today. I hope it'll be very tight coming with 15 minutes to go, um, and who knows after that. In terms of uh, the support there, Netwatch Cullen Park. What's it looking like? I'm getting messages off people saying I can barely move in the place. <laughs> Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I'm looking in front of me here in the stand. I think it's pretty full. Um, and the terrace at the far side is is oh, t- half full, I'd say at least. I was here last week at the Talton Cup game with New York, and I was uh, very surprised with the with the support was there. And it, I'd say it's probably superseded at the moment. Um, so no, great crowd, a brilliant crowd, and, and these hurlers deserve that crowd. I mean, they would have hurled all year in front of a hundred people or less. Like so, it's, it's brilliant that the crowd is coming out to support them, but. You, 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 like it's kind of do the hurlers have to put in the performance to get the crowd out or does the crowd have to come out to get the hurlers going it's like a chicken and egg situation but <laughs> all, the, all said and done they they do deserve the crowd here today and I really 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 hope they put in a massive display and I really hope that they are facing Clare next week we're getting very, very close to throw in. We'll be handing over to Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly and yourself for the whole match. But I'm going to have to ask you to call it now. Ed, what do you think is going to happen come the final whistle? Look, at Hart will always tell me that, that Carlo have a chance. Um, but I think the head is probably going to say that Dublin are going to shade it in the end. Now I'm looking at Donald Burke and he's heavily strapped down there. His knee is heavily strapped, so not wishing any anything on anyone. I do hope that um, he doesn't see see the hour out because he's an exceptional hurler with with, with likes of Burke, Sutcliffe, and Bowling in their forward line. I do think the, the and the experience to have and the physicality and, and O'Donnell at full back is is an exceptional hurler. He's getting a couple of points a game over there. Um, so I think Dublin will shade it to be honest with you I hope they don't really really hope I hope I'm eating a humble pie like Jackie Terrell last week but uh, <laughs> for now I, I do I do think that Dublin will shade it to be honest well we have our own Boland in the forward line Mr Paddy Boland but thanks very much Edward I'll talk to you at half time looking forward to the game best of luck thanks Ryan. Edward Mount Leicester Rangers man messages are flying in best of luck to our Carlow lads from Tommy Murray tuned into KCLR in Adair County Limerick and all the Munster fans are listening sending our best shout out all the way from the Banner and County Clare to the men of Leinster from a few Carlovians residing in the Burren best of luck to the Carlow team today from sisters Magella Summers and Teresa Archbold climb the mountain today lads what can we say on the banner but home's home so it's up to Carla. thanks very much Magella keep those messages coming in I'm going to get off the airways I'll be handing you over to Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly in just a few moments. Do not go anywhere. Pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm, and business. SunarkSolarSystems.ie. KCLR Live Sport: The All Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Preliminary Quarterfinal. Carlo versus Dublin. With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlo's leading waste disposal company. RayWhelan.ie. 
Yeah, thank you very much, Shane, and welcome to an absolutely packed netwatch call at Park. I know Eddie was on much for the last half hour, but what an atmosphere, what a day for Carlo people, a preliminary All-Ireland quarter final, and even though they used the word preliminary, as I said in Reddy's earlier on, it's the last eight, and normally when there's eight, it is a quarter final, a place in an official All-Ireland quarter final next week for the Joe McDonough champions. If they win here today, or for Dublin, that will be against Clare, and Dublin have only made one change to their starting 15 uh, from last year's last week's Senior Hurling Championship match with Galway. That was three weeks ago Dara Power starts as an indirect replacement for Conor Donoghue now the pattern for Carlo Ed would have been saying it to you they have named Jack Tracy and Niall Bulger in the programme all year but obviously Conor Kyo who's tuned into us in America at the moment is away with his college DCU Conor is not part of the Carlo team or panel today but Richie Cody the veteran and Eddie's brother comes in to join the Carlo fray and what an influence he made in Croke Park Aron Levine and Netwatch Cullen Park We had to wait for the roar at the end. The music hadn't petered out for Ron Levine as the Carlo team had to take their positions along with Dublin. As I said, Dublin with one late change. Carlo, well, that one change is that Richie Cody is in on the Carlo field. John Michael is named in the subs, but he also starts for Carlo today. And Terence Kelly, this is probably one of the biggest games you've done in your career as a broadcaster with Casey Lauer. Here we go, the referee yes. from Wexford. Carlo in the first ball. And it's John. It was uh, Richie Cody, in actual fact, came away with that one. Dara Gray. Got it down to the middle of the park and Mark Rogan, the Kilmacud Croaks man, sends it to the full forward line. Here come Dublin looking for their first touch. Finding a man in space. Danger for Carlo here. The runners, Chris O'Leary, Luke and Sarsfield sends it in, sends it over the bar. Carlo had possession. They were dispossessed early in play. Dublin get the first score. Chris O'Leary, the centre field man, doing quite well. Good start for Dublin. Absolutely. He scored five points in the championships of Farber and like you know, he came through from the middle of the field. A good pass from his wing forward into, into him and uh, he snapped it over the bar. One point to no score. Just that uh, we have a little problem there returns his microphone we'll sort that out in a moment here comes the puck up from Brian Tracy he's had a brilliant year for, for the Carlo men in the goal as the ball comes down field that's going to be a free in James Owens gives Carlo the free Dublin with a little bit of a dunt into the back of the Carlo number 10 yeah, John yeah. Nolan and Eddie Cody that was a certain free ah yeah yeah it was there was, there was, there was contact there as the ball was coming out of the sky and um, John Nolan had the opportunity to, to even play it by the by the uh, Paddy Dyla wing back for Dublin he was he was holding on to him so yeah free in for Carlo hopefully the Lebanon score here yeah to, to all the Carlo people there's Messages coming from all over the world. It's a huge day for them. They're listening in London. They're listening in Leicester. They're listening in Lanzarote. John Nolan is in Izmir in Turkey. Marty Cavan is in Netwatch Cullen Park in Carlow. And you'll hear the roar if he sticks this one between the posts. There's the lift from Marty. There's the strike. And Marty Cavan, as he's done so right throughout the campaign, and the Joe Mac has been steady. And he sticks this one in over the bar. One apiece, Terry. Hope your microphone is all right now. Absolutely. That's three goals and 72 points in the campaign from Brennan in the Joe Mac campaign. So I'm just saying a great start for Marty. Here, there's the ball outfield from the Dublin keeper, Sean Brennan, of Cool as their keeper to the middle of the park it goes James Dyne comes no, back no, it's no. Fiacre Fiacre Fitzpatrick running out switching
Kovacic to the right hand side Carlos sending a lovely dummy Chris Nolan has done really well lets it in sticks it over the bar it's a brilliant start for Carlo and the man that got the winner in the Joe Mack final from Rahana sticks it in and over the bar two points Carlo one point Dublin he's at it again Chris Nolan absolutely like a vehicle's party got the ball kind of rounded the man slips it over to Chris and you know the rest is up in the scoreboard Brendan two points Carlo one point Dublin out comes the Dublin full back Ono Donald Whitehall Colin Kill Carlo win back the ball here go Carlo again Marty Kavanagh along the 45 metre line he goes hand passes floated across towards Paddy Boland Paddy got a touch on it but the corner back Paddy Smith at Lontarf steady player tidies it up the referee gets a bit of a collision with the Dublin player runs into him Dublin come out of the half back line Carlos Richie Cody chases his man knocks it back Mark Rogan for Dublin tasty ball right down into the corner Dublin forward had a little bit of time to look after but Jack McCullough has done brilliant and Carlo turned this one over Brennan. oh he gives Supreme a free Brennan. I thought he got the ball there Eddie what did you make he of that did, he did he got the ball 100% got the ball but he also got the man in the, in yeah. the meantime yeah. in the same place so yeah probably just about probably in the soft variety but they're, but turning, free, they're turning over a few nice bit of ball Carlo. absolutely they're after turning over two twice already here coming out from short puck out so if Dublin want to play that short game and Carlo's energy is where it is um, they'll turn over plenty of them well here comes the free for Dublin James Owens a Wexford referee man from Ascamore not too far away far side of Carnew in County Wicklow Carnew of course a hurling stronghold but he's an Ascamore man not too far from Gorey either Carlo have to uh, stand up to defend this free now but uh, nine times out of ten Donald Burke of Nafina on Moby Road in Dublin will stick this one in and over the bar the right knee is very heavily bandaged but as Ed was outlining in his preview to this game he's a top class forward he places it outside the 20 metre line for Dublin to make it two points apiece and we have a game which started at 5 o'clock or 3 minutes old sends it in and Burke sends it over the bar so 2 points Dublin 2 points Carlo this game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlo's leading waste disposal company check them out on raywhelan.ie Brian Tracy with the puck out this will be interesting he's got to find his man he's been exceptional all year he drills a great ball down to the middle of the park and getting on to it is Kevin MacDonald Kevin MacDonald knocks it back to Jack Cavanagh Jack Cavanagh's hand pass went a little wayward MacDonald tried to keep it in that's a little bit of rustiness you wouldn't mind that and you got a feel for Jack there. His idea was good turns, but it just went wrong for him. Absolutely, like, you know, and and I say like he's having the year of his life, Brendan. Like he's having have to having a great season, so he is just just a missed hand pass, and hopefully it'll, it'll be all rectified. You'd be happy with the opening few minutes, Carlo. Oh, yeah, why wouldn't I? Like I'm just saying, two points each. You know, as I said, Carlo have to go fire like against oh. Galway the last day. But Sean Curry has cut a, a great brilliant ball. He struck it so far, he put it out <laughs> on on the far side. It's a line ball over on the far side to Carlo, and Carlo will be in no great hurry to take this. The Carlo team is Brian Tracy in goal, Paul Dial, Connor Lawler and Jack uh, Kavanagh is listed in the team as well he's named the midfield but I'm sure he slots back in there Fieker is Patrick Dermott Byrne Jack McCullough Kevin MacDonald Richie Cody John Nolan of uh, Monk Denston Rangers Chris Nolan and James Dial and the full forward line John Michael Nolan Martin Kavanagh and Paddy Boland of St Mullins Carlo with the line ball down to the middle of the park it goes Dublin win that through their half forward Donald Burke lovely player went from a beautiful angle long driven ball downfield but that's gone to the right and wide Eddie Cody I know it's early days there's five minutes it's on the clock you wanted Carlo to sustain it they're doing much yes I know it's early two points apiece uh, 100% it is early doors yeah couple, uh, five minutes or so gone but to be two points to have that couple of early scores is crucial here come Carlo through the middle of the park big ball downfield towards the man wearing 11 Chris Nolan looked like he got a bit of a push in the back Marty runs in gets it up here goes Marty Cavanagh runs through lays it off 
Dublin are looking for an illegal hand pass but Carlo did quite well on this occasion back around the corner to come the hard working Chris Nolan turns out of trouble flicks a little one back inside brilliant play by Nolan scoops it back inside has to be a free note referee said no out comes the keeper for Dublin Sean Brennan Dublin under pressure in these early exchanges Carlo giving them everything Marty Kavanagh Chris Nolan one of them is down injured Dublin have possession meanwhile they're going to steady the ship float one downfield towards Keno Sullivan the St. Bridges man runs on to it two points apiece Jack McCullough oh the referee is given freeze Eddie for that now that's the second time he's penalised them and I think Tom has worked with the lads to say these fellas are going to come they're going to be quick you have to dispossess them it looked like McCullough did everything right again but unfortunately the referee is indicating that he caught the player there wasn't a lot in it if he did no again not a lot in it like the last one not a lot in it on the same player a little bit of a, a swing from behind again these days modern day hurling at this level most of them are not picked up picked up they're let on so unlucky there now from Jack to be fair to him now the would you give him a free Terry? I don't think so you know I, in fact I thought first uh, it may be a sideline ball but no it's not like it, uh, it is a free and uh, your man Donald Burke is, yeah, is, a, is a decent free taker he scored 8 points from play the last day and Carlo unlucky there Marty and Chris linked very well yeah, there together and worked yeah. well could have got a score yeah that's true like you know maybe they were, you know, maybe the pass were too intricate there like in the full forward line no, but it looked very good here's Donald Burke from the 65 far side of the park sending it downfield three points Dublin two points Carlo Burke nails his second free Christy O'Leary got the other point the man from Luke and Sarsfield for Carlo their two scores have come from the stick of Marty Cavanagh from a free and the first one came from Chris Nolan of Mount Leinster Rangers Brian Tracy having the year of his life in the goal massive puck out way downfield it comes Carlo Rice for John Michael big man Rose Richie Cody runs onto it Richie Cody look to be held plays it back to a man in space free in a free the man in space is the number 10 John Nolan Carlo have the free it's going to be three points apiece Richie Cody was excellent there Terence it was like he caught a great ball like he saw his man come towards him he gave a hand pass over his head come towards him and uh, you know the referee he deemed he was the ham and the sandwich between the two Dublin players and they gave him the free Liam O'Connor Carl Ovian is tuned in in Rome in Italy come on the boys and a shout out for Hugh Dial Hughie is a former Nave Olaf man he's listening from Rally with brother-in-law from Leash and that's in uh, America his brother-in-law yeah. from Rosenalis D- there's an old change, tweet Brendan. that's, that's Dara Gray yeah, yeah Dara Gray in fact uh, yeah, Lots, number Lots 17 up. is gone in there number 17 Connor O'Donoghue 17 is Connor Dunhu Darren's a quite old column Kilman no his dad Connor very very well great man at underage hurling and Dublin minors over the last few years as we said that Marty Cavanagh takes the free three points Carlo three points Dublin and we have exactly eight minutes on the clock here in Netwatch Cullen Park Aoife Hennessy and the gang are tuned into us in London this afternoon Jane Moore is in Leicester ball is poked out by the Dublin keeper we've got to all those requests at half time down to the middle it goes Carlo again turn it over by hard work in the middle of the park Fiacre Fitzpatrick wins it knocked off his stick Dublin and his Fiacre slips Dublin win back possession the hand pass into the middle to Donald Burke he's going from distance Burke he let that fly from well out the field now Matt, uh, the manager Michal who won't be happy with an effort like that I know if it goes over great but that's, that's a bit of a Carlo well in this match turns yeah listen he's a, he's, he has been a big scorer this year he scored 251 coming into this game so far Brennan like he's a, he's, he's a big player for Dublin but that was a bad wide yeah Dermot Byrne cleared it downfield they were looking for the hand of Paddy Boland from the sledge downfield there just didn't work out Paddy was a little bit behind his man on that occasion meanwhile Dublin moved the ball downfield it is Mick Mark Rogan Kilmacud Croaks keeps it low down the sideline first touch is vital here for Dublin that's a dodgy ball a Dublin capitalised Sean Curry. he didn't f- do so well with it first he fumbled it but he does well finds a man in space it runs all the way downfield and Mark Rogan Rogan goes looking for a goal there's the shot it's going to be free a free out, out. Free, free, out. free out free out free out, Steps. Steps. Free out. Steps, and, and, and I'm just looking here and I know they did well against Galway and I'm not going to get too carried away it's earlier but Carlo are matching Dublin here if not for me Carlo probably the best team at the moment yeah they probably have more possession than Dublin I think but Dublin when they run at Carlo they're getting a little bit of, ch- little bit of change that's a free in Brendan yeah. 
got the free Marty's been bundled off the ball yep, on the far the side yep. so a chance for Carlo to go four points to three in front we have exactly nine minutes played in Netwatch Cullen Park Dublin with Sean Brennan in goal from Coola John Bellew Luke and Sarsfields Owen O'Donnell the captain from Whitehall Colm Kill Paddy Smith at Clontarf Paddy Dyle Nave Barrow Connor Brooks St Vincent's and Dara Gray Whitehall Colm Kill off as a blood sub for the moment Mark Rogan partners Chris O'Leary in the middle of the park with Danny Sutcliffe Donald Burke and Keane Boland of Plunkett's and Cabra number 12 Sean Curry Nafina Keane Sullivan Bridgets and Dara Power Finn Galleons beside the airport up there Kieran Duff's club was Finn Galleons as uh it was Paul Flynn the Dublin footballer as well here's Marty Cavanagh to put Carlo four points to three in front in the All-Ireland qualifier quarter-final live here from Netwatch Cullen Park as the rain falls in Carlo Marty sends it in as he's done long time now Marty Cavanagh he adds another one to his tally it's four points Carlo it's three points Dublin Terry you'd have to be happy absolutely John Bellier the cornerback was a fellow like they got the yellow card there Bryn would just note that no, as I said Marty has uh, pinned uh, he's nailed another great free here come Dublin playing it short out their half-back line Paddy Dyle of Nave Baroque Paddy goes downfield with it Carlo going to try and cut it off Conor Lawler Shepard and his man all the way back to Jack Cavanagh experience in abundance here for Jack played in Leinster final all those years ago for Carlo in Croke Park the big high dropping ball goes in field breaking ball John Michael Nolan John Michael Nolan let's fly and Carlo goes five points to three in front here in Netwatch Cullen Park the big man from Michel he's on the scoreboard John Michael Nolan and you could give him ball like that all night Ed and he'll never miss it he's a great hand Absolutely, but it wasn't even primary possession. He came onto a break, perfectly timed. The ball broke off of Marty and John Michael just there to, there to scoop it up brilliant stuff here come Dublin bringing the ball out short Carlo working hard lovely little reverse hand pass for Dublin up from behind the work rate was brilliant oh Carlo just missed it Richie will tidy it up good play Richie Cody the Rangers man flicked it back to the man in space Marty Cavanagh needs to get away had a good look up Ed always encourages to look up knocks it back to Dermot Byrne great ball from Dermot Byrne across towards Paddy Boland to know his capabilities but it breaks favourably for John Nolan John Nolan runs into space John Nolan off his left hand side John Nolan oh, Oh, it's That's gone wide. wide. It's gone wide. He feels it was over, but no one else remonstrated on himself. He didn't strike it as well as he would have liked, Eddie, and he knows well he should have scored. He should have scored, and his brother was standing outside him with his, e- with his feet planted on the ground, and it would have been a certain point. They're the killer ones. Five points to three. Carlo lead Dublin. There's a change coming on the Carlo. Well, it's the Dublin team. Dara Gray's back in wearing yeah, number thanks. 28. Had the pleasure of working with Dara for a few years. Absolute gentleman. Great hurling family in Dublin. He's back in on the field of play, and the man wearing 17, the blood sub, yeah, is Connor back Donahue, in the dugout. Yeah. Connor Donahue. Here's the puck out from the Dublin keeper, Sean Brennan, down to the half forward line Carlo win the ball again on that far side John Michael Nolan goes in comes off the Dublin stick it's a Carlo ball turns Carlo a fair share of possession we have what 12 minutes gone they're well in the game absolutely like you know John Nolan will be a little disappointed he had a great chance like, to get that score listen the chap is working hard but it's a sideline ball now and uh, Carlo on the attack again Brennan here comes the sideline ball Dermot yeah, Byrne on the far side beautiful trajectory in this one across the half forward line it comes well gathered Chris Nolan ran onto it just didn't hang on to it should have held on to it should have held on to it Dublin come out Carlo let another chance go begging Dublin come running downfield through Danny Sutcliffe the St Jude's club man has a look from the 65 sends it downfield and what possibly should have been a score on one end of the park is a score on the other end and that's the thing we were afraid of turns when you're playing a top quality team yeah. from this top division you have to take your chances Carlo didn't keep possession Sutcliffe wins it back sticks it over the bar for Dublin absolutely like, you know well, he's a permanent member on the team for years he has scored 1-7 up to now in the Leicester Championship Brendan that's 1-8 for him it's 5 points Carlo 4 points Dublin here in Netwatch Cullen Park Seven, 13 minutes played 
Dublin corner back Paddy Smith Luntarf good strong player Paddy does well moves it out to the 45 Dublin come downfield hand pass to Danny Sutcliffe again turns back and field lovely crafty player centres a nice ball back to Darren O'Brien his first touch was poor Carlo have it back James Dial he's bottled up wins the free in Darragh Gray won't be happy he fumbled that one Dublin are making a few mistakes Terence or uh, Eddie and their first touch hasn't been impeccable so far no no it's not impeccable they're, they're working that short ball out and, and they can work it so far and every so often one of them breaks down and to be fair to Carlo they're tuned in they're on that break straight away once it breaks down so you know credit, credit to Carlo for, for being alive there to every, to every possibility here's the free for Marty it's on the 45 Meter, 65 metre line rather he's about uh, 64 metres from the goal on the dressing room scoreboard end 5 points Carlo, 4 points Dublin we have 13 minutes gone into the 14th minute now Marty Cavanagh, the man from St Mullins a club with a great tradition strikes it perfectly and beautifully and straight between the posts the mouse is on fire he's on fire it's 6 points Carlo. it's 4 points Dublin you'd have to be happy Ter. absolutely the man from Bally and like his free taking is you know, he's massive all the time like he's after having a huge year both from play and from free he's great score Marty well here done. comes Mark Grogan good man to centre a ball downfield Dublin playing with a one man full forward line at the moment that's Keno Sullivan yeah, St. Princess is in there and that's a bit that's a bit shambly from uh, I think it's off the Dublin player it should be a Carlo line ball yeah, correct me if I'm wrong yeah, it is it is Brendan no, no, uh, it is a Carlisle ball. Like he just fumbled the ball going to it. He came, out, he went to the ball at pace, but uh, you know he went off his hurley over the line, and uh, it's a line. Uh, Dermot Burns is going back to take Brendan. Well, certainly, is 14 minutes gone in Netwatch Cullen Park. Dermot Burn again drills one down the line. Don't feel it goes. Touches off the Dublin corner back, which was John Bellew. Luke and Sarsfield's man, and has come out of him. And Marty Cavanaugh was very cute there because he let Bellew address his momentum, knocked it over the line. Very cute, and gave him a little bit of a nudge in the side as well. He does done enough to, to to allow the ball hit off him and go over the line. Very very cute. Well done, Marty. Line ball now for. Carlo Sledge coming up to take this one again Dermot Byrne he took his most memorable one I think against uh, Owler de Ball in the Leinster final back in December 2013 he was only 19 then he's been a seasoned campaigner with Carlo his dad is now very much involved with the Leinster Council Corla line here's the sideline ball beautiful ball great ball Carlo inside good nice touch Paddy Bowling got a flick on it no one picked up the breaking ball it'll be cleared by Paddy Smith Carlo could have done something there Paddy Smith clears it out to Danny Sutcliffe back at his own half back line the hand pass and Sutcliffe to the middle of the park Dublin come forward meanwhile Carlo lead by 6 points to 4 Sutcliffe's ball has gone downfield McCullough went to defend it he lets it run all the way back for Dermot Byrne they call him the sledge he delivered that great ball in the Joe Mack finally should have a free out here but he didn't get it Brian Tracy says hand it back to me he's first cousin and he nails it downfield and the referee spotted a little bit of pulling from behind yeah, from pulling, yeah. Chris Nolan I think it was yeah. on yeah it was on the Dublin defender and I can't have any complaints there and Eddie they're just the small things if Carlo could keep that out of their game and capitalise when the ball comes forward I know you won't win every ball in there but there's no one can say if, if you were a neutral here they certainly had the chances oh, they have had the chances yeah and look at it you won't knock you won't give out to Chris too much for the like of that you see Aaron Galana had every day he's he's pulling and dragging and all, and he, get, he gets away with a certain amount them so from an inside forward if you're going to get you get the odd one and get, get one or two of them it can be um you can make hay yeah Dublin are fumbling this ball in the full back line to, but to be credit to John Bellew I think that's the last one he fumbled he got a second bite of the cherry here it could work out for Dublin downfield it comes to the corner forward position Jack, ah he's given a, a I don't know why that's a free uh, yeah, that, is that a hard call you know, he challenged him going up for the ball in the air Brendan, but he's so entitled he did, to go for the ball well he did but he, well, he kind of challenged the man rather than the ball I think he kind of ploughed into now, him and going for it that's a bit of a worry because Jack McCullough has been a tremendous fine for Carlo but yeah, that's three frees he's after giving away and to be fair now we were fair earlier 
on one of them seemed very harsh but that in itself you as a defender Eddie what's the story there yeah look at, I agree with Terry Jack kind of lost the flight of the ball yeah. and, and more than, than attacking the ball he attacked the man and he the ball the man, yeah. but got the man in the meantime so I think James Owens was probably right but of the three frees that Jack McCullough has given away that was the they're tough. all of the soft variety all three yeah. of them to be honest with you they are frees technically but there's none of them uh, an out and out Blatant free. Huey Doyle will be happy in America now. He wants a balanced commentary from the Carlo lads this afternoon. There you are, Huey. Edward Cody, one of our greats. Six points, Carlo, four points, Dublin. Here's a free for Donald Burke. It will be his third if successful into the Dublin Road end goal, and it was always going to be successful. Like Marty with Carlo, Donald is instrumental in a FINA man from Moby Road. Six points to five, Carlo lead in Netwatch Cullen Park. 17 minutes gone in the opening half. Terrible. Yeah, listen to decent Holder as I said that he's, he's been mopping up the scores this year, like the half hour line, you know, they have got big scores, you know. For the Dublin team, but this Carlo playing so well. Big ball down, breaks. Just want to watch the break. Picked up there by Dara Power, Fingalian's man. Back into the middle of the park it goes Chris O'Leary. Got the opening score in this game. He's a big, big man. Hand pass comes forward. Connor Lawler sticks with his man. Oh. As Dublin dilly dally around the middle of the park with it. Back to Danny Sutcliffe. He off his left, off his right. This lad's deadly. He went off his right, turned onto his left, sent it downfield, and I think he's got it. He's, he's got, got it. it. That's yeah. a great score, Danny Sutcliffe. But it, that's the beauty of Danny Sutcliffe. He's strong on the right. He's strong on the left. That's why he's a top quality yeah, yeah, player. Yeah, look, he's a big player. He's a big player for Dublin for years. He has two sides left and right. He, he saw Richie there on his right and brought it back onto his left and over the bar from the, almost the middle of the park. Level terror? Yeah, level terror. Yeah, absolutely, Brendan. You know, I said I, I would be happy you know, to take that after, you know, after 18 minutes. I was half afraid of Dublin opening up very fast. Listen, Carlo very well in this game. They're playing so well. Six points, Carlo. Six points, Dublin. Three frees from Donald Brook. Two from play from Danny Sutcliffe. One from Chris O'Leary for Dublin. For Carlo, four frees. Marty Cavanagh. John Mike and Nolan with a great score. Chris Nolan with a good score. Six points apiece with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlos leading waste disposal company check them out on raywhelan.ie a bit of a scrum for possession right down in front of us here at the moment Dara Gray gets down on it comes away with the ball dodgy looking hand pass but he got away with it the referee looked like an extra defender there for Dublin Conor Brookie to took out of the way sends it downfield Paul Dyle has done really well in the full back line for Carlo Conor Lawler comes across gets a touch on that one ball's out of touch it's out of a Dublin player Carlo defended that very well again I have to say one thing Terence all Tom Mullally's teams are all very well set up Carlo to their credit are very well set up here that's true like we have a bit of an injury here down here underneath uh, underneath is I think Brendan I think it's John Michael it's his John Michael I think he's in a bit of trouble is he he needs to be of a hand injury no, he's there, okay. so I don't think it's that in two major yes, the ball and rush smashes well, you can't hurt a Michael, can't yeah, hurt the, Michael man these, these ball and rush men are made of good stuff <laughs> I, would, I would compliment Paul Dyle there very well because Donald Burke was exposed on he him was. if he had to get the ball in his hand and he'd done really well just to stay with him stay with him stay with him and Donald Burke ended up coming over the line with the ball here's Jack Cavanagh with the sideline cut he's cut it well for Carla downfield Chris Nolan got a touch on it that's going to be a Dublin ball so it's still six points apiece here in Netwatch Cullen Park All-Ireland preliminary quarter final Dara Gray is going to chance this sideline ball from the right half back position he's on the field wearing 28 here comes the strike from Dara right in the middle of the park oh, Dermot Byrne picks it up scored a cracker against Offaly and Croker has he got a cracker against Dublin in Netwatch Cullen Park there are the chances they have to take this time it goes to the right and wide the wides have been scarce turns that's yeah. another chance gone to begging yeah two for Carl and two for Dublin Brennan more level on the scoreboard than level on the wides yeah and you'd have your bottom dollar on stre- a sledge to score that wouldn't you he would listen he got the big one down in uh, up in Crow Park so listen we'll forgive him well done that's a great hook from behind that's as well 
Boland. Paddy Boland hooked from behind. It's brilliant work by Carlo. Yeah, yeah, his work rate is great. His work rate is great without the ball. We spoke about that earlier on at the preview. Marty Morris, he set it do down it, do in readies. Ball knocked back from Jack Cavanagh to Richie Cody. Their first cousins. That's a great ball right across to Marty on the far side. Dublin get three players around him. Carlo trying to wrestle it back, but it just didn't work out. It was uh, Chris Nolan that moment in time. Nine white helmets on that Carlo team. There's another one that looks like it could overshoot the run. But Dublin get a bit of a look line there. Linesman has it out, and for a look, it did go out over the line on that far side six points apiece Terence Kelly 20 minutes gone this is an interesting game now because let's be fair we were a little bit worried about the sure. opening 20 minutes absolutely like you know as I said uh, Dublin seems to be coming into it a little more like in the last five minutes but uh, you know Carl have this line ball and the sledge will have a go at it but uh, you know like great game six points each what, 20 minutes gone ok well good afternoon and good evening to everybody all over the world it's a big oh. night for Carl it's a big night for Dublin Dublin's first touch again deprives them balls one on the far side Carl have an advantage coming here and it's going to be a free into Carlo and I think to be fair to the Dublin defender there was no malice in that head and like Jack earlier on okay the third one was probably a big one but the Dublin there was no malice there but he did catch the Carlo player deprived him playing the ball freeze the free yeah he did he did and Marty knew he had, there was no no major advantage so he just needed, he literally flicked the ball onto the ground to take the advantage really 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 clever stuff yeah just in temporary he's everything like you know Marty's there this is a big free like though Tara, three metres from the sideline outside the 65 all press box style he's a kid dog Marty off the left hand side six points Carlo six points Dublin Marty Kavanagh from St Mullins to put Carlo one point in front with exactly 22 minutes on the clock floats it in there's height in this one that's, that's but there's not accuracy wide. it was always going to be a big ask yeah, but it goes to the right and wide and there's another chance gone to begging for Carlo Dublin are going to go with the puck out the strategy is normally short Sean Brennan drills one down the middle of the park breaking ball Richie Cody makes a nuisance of himself there he puts a bit of pressure on the Dublin man Mark Rogan who sent a little hand past the Paddy Dial it was borderline a throw Jack McCullough Jack he missed the flight of that but it will be a Carlo line ball yeah he was lucky that time really because he he missed a play and his man was inside him and think that, well, the fella didn't think he was going to miss it so I'm just saying that <laughs> it was looking for Carlo <laughs> it's good you played in that position Ed over there there's always been a bit of action in your day over there and Jack will say thank God someone's praying for him over there but he's a, bit, he's a quality player isn't he uh, Jack McCullough is having, having you say one of the, one of the years of, uh, um, of his inter-county career for sure at the mo- at this year but Keen O'Sullivan is actually a top quality forward so he has his hands full to him Conor Lawler's done well here big ball for Carlo downfield John Michael Rage caught it but dropped it and it's gathered by the number two John Bellew the Dublin man who plays his club hurling with Luke and Sarsfields crossfield a hand pass to Mark Rogan the Crillicud Croaks man from South County Dublin downfield it comes Carlo defending that's well that's ball, brilliant again Paul Dyle absolutely brilliant is he giving a free in? no no no. should be uh, a line ball it's a line ball a he's giving a free in is that of the soft rating yeah, in it? soft rating again I think Donald Burke got a little bit of contact a bit, a bit like Marty he, he used all his experience there so a small bit of contact from, from Paul Dyle and he just went to ground yeah, yeah well he's got the free I come back to you on that one Terry. James Owens uh, I thought down around Asking more that it would be hard to get a free but he's, to be fair about it he's given a few soft ones there yeah but listen I, no, well, I still think he's having a fair game but uh, <laughs> you must have sold them sheep or something did you no not yet <laughs> <laughs> six points apiece can Dublin's Donald Burke from the FINA give them the lead it worked into ham on the other end. Did you know that you did? I didn't know that. That's just that's me. psychic powers working again. There we go. Burke sends it in. Now he hit that with a bit of force. Has he got it? Yeah, the umpire yeah, says yes, he it. has. Four frees for Donald Burke. That's four for him. Four frees, Donald Burke. Dublin are back in front. Seven points to six. Early days yet in Netwatch Cullen Park. 24 minutes gone in the opening half. Carlo are going well. Former Carlo player John Byrne, Boston, Massachusetts, tuned into us this afternoon. Paddy Boland has been brought into this game. Paddy comes down. Didn't get a touch on this one. Has it now. Fortford. 
Carlo wrestle for possession on the ground. It's a rook situation. Connor it's Gray. The best situation uh, on the it's ground. It's middle of the park. Mark Rogan. I was going to say Derek Holland by his father's name, but it was actually Mark Rogan. Yes. Now, I would have to feel for him because I actually thought that ball was off the ground. Well, I think you're wrong, Brendan. I, I, think, I thought it was an inch <laughs> off the ground. I'd side with Brendan on that one. I think there was a bit of a bounce. I, I did two again, one. I'm, out, I'm outnumbered. In fact, I thought it was clear under his well, nails. Robbie, Robbie said it was off the ground. It was oh, off the ground. It's a, it's a hard free. It's a hard free, but we take it because there was a hard one against Carlo a few moments ago. Absolutely. A couple of hard ones. Okay. So there we are. Here's the free. Marty Cavanagh to put us back on. Seven points apiece. Seven points apiece if he scores this. 24 minutes gone in the opening half. No one has set the world on fire, but Carlo are staying with Dublin, who could have been in a Leinster final. They're in an All-Ireland preliminary quarter final as Marty Cavanagh sends in another one for Carlo. And there they are. And uh, gone in and over the bar. Seven points apiece. Ball comes outfield. Dublin gone short again. Dublin missed the flight of the ball. Carlo got a belt on the top of the head there. And Paddy Ball wins the three. Yeah, he's won the free. <laughs> There's a few animated Carlos supporters here. And Ed, I think you've seen that ready to happen, didn't you? No, I was actually looking at a Dublin runner on the far sideline, Brendan. Um, the keeper was signing him up as well. But to be fair to James Doyle, he spotted it and uh, notified it. But again, the work rate here of Paddy Bolin and uh, Marty Cavanagh in front of us turned over the Dublin players. And, and Paddy went to raise the ball and was, as you teach every young player to go down over it, if you get a little bit of a nudge, you'll fall over and you'll get your free. And that's exactly what happened. I'm seeing something now that I haven't seen in Quite a while. Danny Sutcliffe is in, he's having a full conversation with the ref, and the ref is listening to him. You know, you don't often see that, turns. but well, Danny is known well, and James will know Danny very, very well. But he's probably yeah. indicating why are they getting the free or why is that? And you know what? As good players, that's what good players do. Yeah, well, I know that, you know, like he's an experienced man, like he's over to his man on the sideline now, just getting another word. Danny Sutcliffe, but I'm just saying it's a free, and um, Paddy was bundled over, and Marty Cavanagh hopefully will add to his tally. He's scored five already. Well, here comes Marty. Now, don't want to put the muckers on him, Ed, but he's got to get this because small margins in big games Carroll have got to get ah, it's yeah, got to get everything you nail your freeze you have to nail your freeze like you have to get a, a, high, a high 90 percentage on your freeze anyway t- today he, so far today he's got five and lo- I missed one so he's so far so good with him Marty Cavanagh for Carlo sends it in sends it over the bar and Helen even Emma will be happy in Thailand with that one they're tuned in in Thailand so what she's gone over the bar and Carlo lead eight points to seven it's Marty Cavanagh again Turgali yeah this is a crack and score game you know, so well, you just take it for granted now. You know he's going to score all those. If you miss one, you'd wonder. You know, well, you know, well, how strong because he's so good at the freeze. Good take for Dublin in the middle of the park. More so on an advanced half forward line position. Dublin run forward. Carroll have got to work hard without the ball here and try and do a bit of hooking and blocking. It's the number five Paddy Dial from Nave Barrow goes forward, sends it back inside for Carroll. Win it back through Kevin McDonald, the experienced Rangers man, knocks at the sledge. Oh, Big ball from sledge downfield. James Dial is under pressure from Dara oh, Graham. Oh, oh, gets away. James Dial comes forward, looks at the post, sends it in. It's climbing. Oh, it's Oh, it's a great score by two. They're playing out of skins again, these fellas. It's early days yet. We're not going to have a Joe McDonough moment yet. But I tell you one thing, they're well in the game, and anyone does not hear, you're missing out. I know it was 25 quid, but Carlo are playing good hurling here, and Dublin will have a sting in the tail. They are a Division 1 team. Dublin come forward. Carlo lead by two, nine points to seven. We're heading towards the half hour mark here in Netwatch Cullen Park as Dublin's big man, Mark Rogan of Kilmacud, goes forward fires it in from an angle that's a white ball 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 it's flagged the Lions man has to go that's a white ball it's a mile wide wide is again Tom Mullally is going mad and he doesn't normally that's a white ball 
And so is everyone to stand, Brendan. Yeah, like a fact. And the linesman now is going over and to him now, Brendan. To be fair to James Owens, he spotted straight away that there was. Yeah, there was, well, uh, yeah. I say that's, I say this will be this will be knocked off. It's a white ball. We've no Hawkeye here, but it's a white ball. And the linesman is telling him about something else now as well. He's pointing at the two players, but to me, I'm coming here long enough, and you played out there long enough, Eddie. Me, that's wide. Oh, you could see the minute I left the stick, Brendan, it was it was it was a foot, two foot wide. That's it. Yeah, it's a white ball. Is he allowing it? He is allowing it, Brendan. I I I, I think. Say nothing. I don't know what's happening here. In fact, he's going over to have a chat with some Carlo player, I think, from that Dublin chap. Well, what about up. the point? It's, it's what about the wide or the point? Like, what's well, it's what's got, the story here? It's gone up on the board, Brendan. Anyway, it's on the board, is right. It's nine points, Carlo. It's eight points to Dublin. Well, I'm not quite sure. I think it's going to be given, Eddie, I, is it? I think so too. I don't think if, if he wasn't given it, he would have sorted that out by now while he's letting the Dublin player get, get a bit of treatment. Owen O'Donnell, the captain, is in a bit of trouble at the moment. And the referee has gone looking for someone. He's heading towards Dermot Byrne. Or is he going to the other lines, man? He's going looking for Dermot Byrne here. Byrne, it's, uh... Now, what's after happening here? Yeah, in fact, full-back was the one that were... I don't know what's happened here. He's gone to Dermot Byrne. I haven't seen anything, but obviously something has happened. Yeah. The linesman. Obviously, it's it's going it's going to be a car. Brendan. It's a yellow yeah. card for it's Dermot Byrne. For Dermot Byrne. Yeah, and nothing at all about the white ball, and there'll be a lot of disappointment if it's a one-point game. Turns Kelly. Yeah, well, like that was in our visible eye, like it looked uh, looked. And to me, it was wide. two foot wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah but well, I, I thought the very same. Uh, and anyway, it's been given nine points Dublin, nine points Carlo rather, eight points Dublin. Downfield, the ball comes. Forward attack hasn't worked out well for Carla from the long ball as of yet. Dublin come forward. There's an advantage coming from the here. Marty went in with the challenge. Referee wasn't happy with it. He used his weight. Gave a little bit of a drive in on top of him. Carla trying to win it back through Jack. Ka- uh, Jack or ah. Kevin McDonald was. And that's another... That's a free in. A free in, Brendan. Yeah. James Owens now, to me, is going against Carlo a little bit and the lads kind of have to keep their heads and not retaliate that's a uh, is that a soft variety for you? yeah very soft variety yeah. I think it's a sympathy free based on yeah, what's after happening him in the last in the last phase of play in, now to, in, in front of the goal so yeah. he's also yeah Robbie Dowling the angry young man is here we get Robbie's views as a, a good muckalee hey, can he man step down there Rob onto that step there what have you made of it and I know you're not used to being in that much going back we're here for a few good occasions Carlo and Wickler and dear wider a point a mile wide I had a great angle I had a great vantage point to look at it it never looked like it was going over it never went over poor call from the umpire I actually thought the sideline on the sideline um, man here on the near side he should have got it he should have seen he was more interested in getting a pair of yellow cards I'm not sure what went on I think they were because I thought they were communicating about that they didn't and just as we speak Donald Burke put over another free what have you made of it so far Robbie unbelievable atmosphere Brendan the build up to this game is incredible but the game itself has lived up to it just the colour the vibrancy everything has been what you would want to see and Carlo put up a performance to match it as well so okay. brilliant stuff so far I'll have a chat with you at half time Robbie don't forget Eddie Cody is coming up to analyse the opening oh, half okay. there. here come Carlo Marty Cavanagh sprints forward lays it off James Style are they going looking for a goal no they'll take the point to St Mullins yeah. man link while James Doyle sends it over the bar that's good hurling yeah. Carlo nine points apiece here Eddie Cody you'd have to be happy oh, with that's that. how you answer it Brendan soft free at the other side puck out straight down Marty wins it gives it off to James Doyle and over the bar that's how you answer it well don't forget to stay tuned for half time we'll bring you first time analysis and reaction for the first half with Edward Cody here on scoreline from back in the studio with Shane and Robbie here in Netwatch Cullen Parker half time analysis brought to you thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo here come Dublin downfield comes Danny Sutcliffe score two already bit of hooking from Carlo from behind McCullough wins this one McCullough's blocked down he's 
he comes back tries to address that ball again should have cleared it sent it downfield but that can be the difference in playing at the top level and playing in the second division the speed of the game in Dublin go for a shot and is that over the bar is it wide over. that's over the bar and the man that knocks it in is Dara Power from Fidgalians the number 15 10 points to Carlo it's now 10 points to Dublin we're level pegging still turns Kelly and we're approaching 3 minutes to the half time whistle yeah listen listen Jack McCullough had a little bit you know he probably should have had that ball gone he was going to kind of drive the length of the field a shorter wrist than you know as I said that he probably would have that ball this thing got caught with the ball and it's over the bar now for Dublin here it comes that's a great strike answer answer Oh, oh to the post he was so unlucky Chris Nolan Paddy Boland won a great ball knocked it down to Nolan and that's it off the post and it's out for a while 10 points apiece Eddie coming to half time you'd have to be happy I'm happy I'm very happy to be in the game at this stage Brendan um, and doing a lot of good hurling and got probably this couple of best couple of good scores or the best scores of the game have coming from the car up. James Dyle is hurling over his skin on the far side he blocked down Dara Gray coming out there Gray gets a second bite to Cherry and took a dodgy ball there Carroll fighting tooth and nail for everything on that far side but tidied up by Conor Burke the St Vincent's man he sends it back across to his cornerback which is Paddy Smith of Clontarf Paddy down through the middle back beautiful move Dublin but again their first touch let them down Paddy Burke has put under pressure and Carlo working so hard without the ball and they a man drives at the length of the field John Nolan and that's a wide ball it was another glorious opportunity for Carlo Terence Kelly many ways is Five wides to two, Brennan. 5-2, yeah. Yeah, 5-2. Five, five wides, Carlo. Two points, Dublin. Ten points apiece here in Netwatch Cullen Park. To all the Carlovians all over the world, you're welcome to our coverage. And all our great hurling people in Kilkenny. We'll be back with the semi-final in a few weeks' time. Was that a push in the back? No, the referee says play on as Dublin capitalise in the middle of the park. Send that downfield. That's gone over the bar. The man that scores that Mark one is Rogan. Mark Rogan of Kilmacud Crocs in South County Dublin. 11 points Dublin, 10 points Carlow. Two minutes remaining in the opening half of normal time. Here come Carlow. Paddy Boland, the big hand of the St Mullins man. Back to Richie Cody, Mount Leinster Ranger. Sends it in. All the way, All the way over the bar. A brilliant reply from Carlow. The old dog for the hard road and the most player for Harlow in the history of hurling he outshone the brother beside me here Richie Cody sends it in and over the bar 11 points apiece Ed you'll be happy with that one uh, anyway. great score great take from Paddy Ball and a great, a great reply from Carlow 11 points Carlow 11 points to Dublin that's another soft free I have to say free to Dublin inside the 65 metre line and it's going to be a free for Paddy Smith and uh, Ed, I'll come back to Terence in a minute you know the talk about games taking a bit out of teams and I know the Galway match was a little bit before but Dublin to me they're probably a little bit flat are they? Uh, yeah a little bit flat I think their touch their touch is a little bit off probably mo- as much as being flat um, you know just it's not sticking with them when they're playing that tricky ball around the place so whether that's their, the standard they're at or they're a little bit off the off the, off the pace today I'm not sure but look at We'll know in the early, early, early part of the second half whether that's the case or not. Because when when Michal O'Donnell gets them into the dressing room at half time, if they come out a different team, well then that's the case. There's the free from Burke. Sends this one down. There's no disputing that one. He's nailed that. He sent it straight over the ball. Two minutes of additional time. That's six frees for Donald Burke in this opening half. Dublin 12 points. Carlo 11. We're on to the 35 minutes now, and we're into the first three minutes of the first half. Turns Kelly. What have you made of the first half? Yeah, six place balls for Donald. Six place balls for Martin Cavanaugh. So listen, you know, I don't think maybe. Dublin all that fatty you know, I think Carlo playing very well they certainly are here's Carlos Marty Kavanagh from distance that is oh what a score he puts them back in front no he doesn't he puts them level he puts them level Marty Kavanagh he puts them level on the stroke of half time 
from play what a score 12 points apiece we're into out of time at the end of the opening half here come Dublin from their own half back line working the ball outfield the centre back is Conor Burke at St Vincent's nails it downfield Carlo got 3-2 and two situation the man to turn inside Paul Dyle with Sean Curry he has a pass take a ball Carlo defended well again breaking ball goes to Dara Power it's great defence by Carlo it's great work ethic but it comes back to a man who gets a very poor strike and Brian Tracy with a fair old boss on the stick from the Marshall oh, man Brian. Oh, Brian. first mistake he's made in the championship this year first mistake he's made 12 points apiece 12 points apiece and we are one minute of the three in the added time played at the end of the first half turns I'm I think I'm honest that's his first mistake in the championship absolutely right but I'm so happy like with the car display like you know they're manly they're going for every ball they have belief in themselves like in Dublin they're kind of rattled I don't know whether they're flat I think they're rattled you know Carlo playing so well listen like Dublin are a team a division above Carlo we're in Leinster with him next year but I'm just saying you know Dublin have a line ball and that's going wide Brandon yeah that's won't say that's of poor quality Brian Tracy's not going to hang around here they're going to try and get a, a one to go to the lead at half time a psychological strike for Carla if they can yeah look I'd be happy if they go in, they go in right now Brendan there's, there's no problem with going in at 12 points apiece or 11 points to 12 even down it's, it's no, no issues but um yeah, Brian's getting on with a quick. That's a massive ball. Paddy ball and comes underneath it. John Michael is there. Oh, Paddy jumps it. John Michael got a touch on it. Carlo closed down the Dublin wing half back. John Nolan does well. Out comes the cornerback. Paddy Smith of Clontarf. He's bottled up, gets it in the middle of the oh. park. Great play from the Carlo midfielder. That was Jack Havanagh. He done really, really well. Marty came in. Shook in his oar as well. Dublin the ball. Come on, come on. That's that's the free. That's Look at this for support. <laughs> They're on their feet here. That is brilliant hurling from Carlo. And that's typical Tom Alani stuff. Well, absolutely, like, you know, Cooley came down here against St. Munners with a swagger. Paddy Borden came down against Rangers with a swagger. Dublin are after, you know, they're after third in Leinster this year, right, to come down here, you know, probably expecting a handy game. But I don't think listen, so, sir, but it's I'm with you. Yes, I'm with you. No, it's yes. a long way to go, but that, but, you know, Carlo the point, Manly, the very point you want to make is you're passionate about that piece of play from Carlo. Yeah. It's exceptional. Yeah, like a Carlo like are playing with a lot of freedom. Like, they know it's like they're in bonus territory as such. And that uh, Marty's getting ready, hopefully, to... Well, into the final minute of added time at the end of the first half. If they're to lead at half-time, Marty Kavanagh of St Mullins to put Carlo 13 points to 12 in front on the stroke of half-time. Sends it in. Floats it over the black spot and the Carlo supporter on their feet here as the referee James Owens blows the half-time whistle in Netwatch Cullen Park. There's a standard That's ovation here for Carlo. Up there on their feet. This could be a momentous day. There's a long way to go, but the old-timers of Carlow will tell you Cork came here in 1962 to win the league. I don't know whether it was Allianz back then, Christy Ring and all right, and Carlow beat them out the gate on that occasion. It's history to repeat itself with Carlow and the Dubs. To be fair to Dublin, they're a fine team, and there'll be a sting in the tail in the second half. But Terence Kelly at half-time, it's 13 points Carlow, it's 12 points Dublin. Well, there's no reason why we haven't got the cure for this thing. I'm just saying they're playing, they're so confident, like, they have belief in themselves, as set of, you know, as I said, and, and on the bands of play, Brendan, like they were after having six wides, like the Dublin's three. You know, as I said, Carlo playing really, really well. Like, you know, as I said, hopefully we have a big 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 second half again Eddie I know you're doing analysis we're going to go back to the studio in a few minutes but before we do I can't go back to the studio without talking to you that's been phenomenal yeah great first half Brendan um, exceptional stuff the worry coming in here today that was Carlo we're going to look at it look on it has bonus territory and we're going to say well so look at we've achieved what we want to achieve this year but they've came in here they've given a fantastic display and if I'm being critical there's players on the Carlo team that have a lot more to offer yeah, Peter Fitzpatrick yeah. uh, Paddy Bolin uh, maybe James Dyle hasn't enough coming open Chris Nolan 
hasn't enough come out so there's more to come out of him in the second half now in there's, that, there's lads we haven't seen yet haven't seen really. but they're working hard without the ball aren't they off the ball they're working really hard now let's talk we've got a lot of Dublin listeners because this is not on television it's not on GA Go we've a lot of listeners in Dublin we have to be fair they have done well but for me Dublin's first touch has been poor their distribution at times has been poor and I'm going to be honest and say probably of the six frees he got three of them more of the very soft variety now in saying that Carlo got a very soft one up here but it was a free and then you have the dubious wide we all felt the ball was wide the referee was more interested in giving Dermot Burney a yellow card than dealing with the situation the only ones that thought the ball was over the bar was the officials in Netwatch Cullen Park yeah. true or false true 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 on that occasion anyway, Brendan. but look we won't argue with that point now hopefully it won't be a one point game at, at one point at the end of the game for Dublin I would say they're hurling well within themselves uh, Donald Burke is doing enough but, but just about enough um, uh, Danny Sutcliffe is probably their standout player in that first half Keane Boland is not in the game yet one that you'd expect him to come into it uh, Paddy, I would say Paddy Smith and John Bellew in two cornerbacks are holding the car- corner forward very, really really well and Chris Dolan and Paddy Boland um, Owen O'Donnell probably a bit more out of him Chris O'Leary is a bit of a handful and Mark Rogan in the middle of the field when they run at Carlo but look I think there's a lot more in Dublin to come but as I said already there is more in Carlo too OK and Ter do you believe there's people texting us here now saying if Carlo could get their supporters involved by half time and be there this could carry them through the second half but there's still a lot of hurling to be played and Michal yeah. Donoghue is going to change his tactics I think a little bit but you can't change tactics if the first touch is not working well for your team in a hurling match Yeah listen if they're not good enough they're not good, you know, they're good enough like you know you can't make you know you can't kind of convert the player listen he might ask him to be more passionate like maybe get more into the game but you know Carter are playing well within their sets Brendan yeah you defending know, and, well and, and there's a few of the bigger players we haven't really just seen said it, yeah. you know yeah. John Olin had a couple of parts there John had the game of his life the last day absolutely James died I've seen him have, he got two beauties but he's been relatively quite by James's standards you know just look out on the pitch there Brendan what youngsters are out there in the unbelievable well listen it is half time Carroll lead by 13 points to 12 I'm off to do the half time draw at half time but when you come back You'll hear the analysis of Edward Cody and uh, thanks to Solar Systems, Carla, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm and business. Sonarc Solar Systems, E. Eddie will be up with Shane and Robbie after the break. KCLR Live Sport. The All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Preliminary Quarterfinal. Carlo versus Dublin. With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management. Carlo's leading waste disposal company. RayWhelan.ie Halftime analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm, and business. SunarcSolarSystems.ie. You're very welcome back to the nice dry studio here in Kilkenny as I'm listening in to what is an absolute classic of a game so far. Messages are flying in from all over, not just the counties. No, the world. We've talked about a lot of Munster fans, or a lot, a lot of people living in Munster, down in Clare and Limerick messaging in. We have uh, Jenny Gilsenin listening in from London. So hopefully you're enjoying the game. Daryl O'Connor, Madeleine O'Connor, Johnny Heffernan, Dee Heffernan listening in, and Lanzarotti. Hopefully it's nice and sunny for you over there. Brendan mentioned Thailand as a place that someone else is tuned in from. Niall in Ballycotton in Cork, he's enjoying the great local commentary on an enthralling game. And it certainly is an enthralling game. Carling leading by a single point. And a big hello to Greta and Bob Smith listening in from St Mullins from a family friend at Mildred Memel 
listening to the game from Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for the live commentary. It's great to hear that hurling is alive and well in Carlo from a dub listening in Clare. Thanks very much, Kieran, for that. But as you just heard, 13 points to 12. Netwatch, Cullen Park, absolutely electric. I'm joined now by Edward Cody and Robbie Dowling. Lads, I can barely hear you over the atmosphere down there. What a game, Edward. Yeah, fantastic, uh, Shane. Absolutely fantastic first half. Um, look, as I spoke before the game, to be in this game with 15 minutes to go was, was the goal. I mean, to be ahead at half time wasn't even spoken about. Uh, so, look, at, you'd have to say you'd be very, very happy with the display so far. And as I said to Brendan before before he went off air there, a lot more still in this car team. Now, I'd say there's a lot more to come in the Dublin team as well, but there's some of the Carlow players, there's a lot more in them. So, we hope for a, a little bit more in the second half from them. Is Brendan Hennessy double jobbing down there? <laughs> he is indeed. He's down on the pitch. Doing a raffle on the pitch. He's actually louder than you now at the moment. But Edward, uh, such a, a massive pace set in the game. I know you said that there's a lot more still to come from Carlo, but what in particularly are they doing to unsettle the Dublin team that they need to keep up in the second half? Look, at they're, they're working really hard. Um, I, I was uh, I was commenting there before that after the halftime whistle that some of the Carroll forwards haven't scored yet um, or haven't really even got a shot a shot at the post. But what they are doing are working really hard. Dublin are going are persisting with the short puck out a good bit. So if they're going to persist with that, then the key will be to Car- for Carroll to turn them over in that first third of the pitch. That it's not delivered down to Sutcliffe and Bolan and and, and Burke where the damage can be done. So if they can keep up that. It would be a massive, uh, massive step towards winning this game. We heard about the atmosphere in there. We heard Robbie talking about his message to me going, Shane, I, I don't think I can't remember the last time I experienced something like this. This game has seemed to really capture a lot of people. We have messages coming in from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Brian Murphy just saying, come on, Carlo. We have cats exiled in McCroom there shouting for Carlo. You have Michael listening in Kildare. Everyone now seems to be behind the perceived underdog, it seems. Yeah, which look at that's always always the way, Shane. Everyone like, likes to see the underdog uh, cause an upset on, on, on any given day, um, you know. And t- today, Carlo at home with a team that's after, I suppose, having the Joe Max success and in, in, the, in the previous last three weeks they have been around the clubs and um, they have seen all these kids probably up, up close in person so they've really made themselves, made themselves available so I think they're getting it back in spades here today where all the kids are coming out and they're, they're, they're being so vocal in support of this team so it's, it's, cred- it's great, great to see and a credit to them We talked about Donald Burke's uh, free-taking ability before and would he be under pressure maybe wouldn't be up in the illustrious list of players like Marty as we've seen and Marty did end up missing a free but to give him those opportunities Jack McCullough gave away three frees in the first half I know he said there were soft frees but the pace of the Dublin forward seems to be causing it or, or what is it? Yeah, it's, it is Shane it's actually the pace of Keno Sullivan and I think uh, Jack McCullough knows that and he's he's more so concerned about Keno Sullivan than he is about the ball a little bit. And sometimes as a cornerback or, or in the, being in the full back line, you kind of have to kind of have to nullify your man and, and not be too worried about the ball. If you don't put a ball in the hour, but if your man doesn't get the ball, well, job done. But look at 
he's relatively young at this at this level. Um, he's done well enough. Um, I saw Keane O'Sullivan against Galway, and he gave uh, Garrow McInerney a torrid time in, in 35 minutes in Crow Park. So, you know, for for him not to have scored so far, okay, three points have come off off him in freeze, a, a little bit of the soft variety, but they probably were freeze. Um, you know, but look at he, he just he has a job to do to notify him, and if he can get on top in that in that in that sector um, and and cut the free count down and not give Donald Burke those opportunities again it'll go it'll go a long way to seeing this out we mentioned this game earlier on and I'm just going to do a quick update Tipperary comfortably booking their place in the last day of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship beaten awfully by 32 points 7.38 to 3.18 it's not that score here it's a one point game but that one point could be two point game what happened with that free? Or what happened with that uh, apparent controversial point that seemed to have gone wide? Yeah, look, at it was, a, it was a, a good move from Dublin, to be fair. They worked the ball up the field. The number three, uh, Owen O'Donnell, tore up the field, gave, a, gave an offload uh, and continued his run maybe to get it back. Get it back. The, I think it was, was it uh, Chris O'Leary that took the shot? But you could see straight away, we're directly behind it here. It was at least two foot wide. But what happened was that Owen O'Donnell got a bit of a dunt from Dermot Bourne and the linesman in my opinion was looking at that incident trying to get the number of of the accuser as such and not be too worried about the score the umpire was maybe on sighted gave the score the referee couldn't say yes no or indifferent then because he wasn't directly behind it and the linesman was looking at a different incident so I'd say that's how it happened but look at sometimes you get them sometimes you don't no hockey there as well as Brendan alluded to what do Carroll need to do now in the second half is it to keep up the intensity is it as bad in terms of weather as it is here in Kilkenny roads flooded what's the pitch like uh, look, I'm afraid to say now, but it's quite black to my left here over the the old sugar factory. Um, now, in saying that, the wind is blowing from right to left, so it's probably going to go away from us. I think it's going to stay dry. A little bit of rain came at the early start of the first half, but very, very little, and and uh, cleared off quickly. So uh, the, the conditions are really good, really good for for hurling at the moment, and hopefully that rain does stay away because if it comes, it could be if that shower, a shower, a heavy shower does come, it'll become more of a lottery, and it'll be a kind of a sloppy goal or something that'll be the difference in the end. But hopefully it'll stay dry, and the hurling will will. Um, the hurling, the standard of hurling will tell at the end. One thing for sure, it's not going to dampen the netwatch crowd's spirits. You can hear them giving the players a standing ovation, walking off the pitch. How much heart are they going to get from that? Massive, massive, and they actually ran off, Shane. Uh, very rarely would you go off a half time in, in a canter, and they ran off. They knew they had put in a good 35. They knew that the support was behind them. Now they're coming out again. The applauds, the applauds are, are up again. People are standing, and that's exactly what they'll feed off. Um, it's not too often they get it. I said before the game that they deserve every everything they get, but you know those little little percentages could give them the difference coming down the home straight if the support can get behind them. Well, Edward, thanks very much. We're going to go back into Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly and yourself in just a few moments. Halftime analysis on KCLR with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems Carlo, specialising in solar installations for your home, farm, and business. SunarcSolarSystems.ie. Yes, the teams have taken to the pitch, but just reading out a few more messages. Come on, Carlo. Big shout out to Adam, Robbie, Alex, May, and Frank. They're enjoying the game, and frankly, so am I. Best of luck to Carlo from Amanda Dugues and her wedding party. Listening in the Algarve, we have. 
Asia, America, probably South America. We know we have an Argentinian, Carlovian, uh, all over the world tuned in to the wonderful dulcet tones of Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly. You heard him there in the middle of the pitch. Just a quick advisory as well that there is a bit of a flood in between the Castle Road, Nuncio Road and the Tennis Club. Actually, by a bit of a flood, I mean badly flooded. So keep safe. Maybe try and avoid that if you can. But do not avoid the second half of this game. It's Carlo versus Dublin. KCLR Live Sport The All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Preliminary Quarterfinal Carlo versus Dublin With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlo's leading waste disposal company RayWhelan.ie Sounds like we're waiting on Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly. Oh, we're here, Shane. Yeah, we just went for you to come across Dublin, make their way out. We're on here. So there we go. That's uh, so there's a few texts coming in here. Rain or snow, Carla can do this. Dublin make their way out. They've left Carla waiting for a while. A good start to the second half is vital for either team here. 13 points, Carlo, 12 points, Dublin. And Marty Kavanagh free at the start of that, or the finish of that first half, three minutes into added time, gave Carlo the one-point lead. Terry. We always say it, it's a cliche in GA. First 10 minutes of the second half for either team on this occasion. Yeah, and listen, the first 10 minutes of the first half was a big worry to me. It was kind of, you know, Dublin come out with the traps very quick against Galway last week and they looked very, very good. I was kind of hoping, I would, if you said to me, we'd give you a level score in a half time, I would have taken the arm off you. Yeah, listen, well, the first five minutes is a very, very, very vital year. But like, Carlo, like, you know, not overawed by Dublin. Tell me this, Ed. What would Tom have said to the lads there? Now, after you're a man was in dressing rooms, uh, he was your boss in the hall when you were going well with the Rangers. What, what would he have said there? I look at he, he he'd have him more of the same. He'd tell him that the game is the game is not won until the final whistle. The first half, all you have to do is put yourself in a position to win the game. In that second half, so he'd say more of the same. But he he really he really go after this first ten minutes also. But here they go. It's a bit of a rook for possession in the middle of the park, and Carlo have it up. Carlo man got a bit of a slap on the knuckles there and he's not happy Fieger Fitzpatrick he knocks it back as far as Kevin MacDonald and Kevin MacDonald sends it downfield he was looking for the Carlo man Chris Nolan Nolan, the Dublin man Chris uh, went for the shot in the end but uh, we were just saying at halftime talking about there's certain players turns and nobody said it and we're not being critical Eddie said it you've said it there's a lot more in some of those Carlo players now there's a lot more in some of those Dublin fellas as well we have to remember that as well yeah that's true like you know as I said that I just got you know Chris and John have had better first halves they are two brilliant hurlers like Carlo look up to them all the time you know but there's a little bit more to be got that should be a free out Brennan yes it is a free I think there's a change on the Dublin team because it's just been announced and I'm not sure if somebody has come in there is in there, Brendan. Well, he came in oh, in the first half of blood, so that's Darren Gray. He came on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank they're announcing a few changes I haven't spotted any as of yet Eddie and no not con- me either there's concern for Dermot Byrne now this is a free from outside their own 45 and uh, Kevin MacDonald is the man that's placing this one Kevin looks down now it's not easy with the physio on a player behind them either is it it's like golf you don't want anyone standing on the tee box behind you but he has a look back and he's going short I think he's going down into the corner he's looking for Paddy Boland and there's just ball bounced inside and Carlo are a little bit unlucky it's going to be cleared by the full back he was chased down by John Michael Nolan Owen O'Donnell and he's done well he gets it to the middle of the park here come Dublin 
Chris O'Leary scored an opening score here Dublin come forward through Dara Power he's been bottled up and has to play it all the way back towards Conor Donoghue that's the man is in he's wearing 17 he came on as a blood sub in the first half it's a monstrous shot comes from way out the field over the bar. and that's gone over the bar and Dublin get the first score in the second half Number five on the and the wing half back makes it 13 points apiece I think it was Paddy Dyle yeah, 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 yeah. so that's uh, he, he, he struck from open country already and something tells me that's what Dublin will do in the second half yeah, to get themselves back into the game I think so and they have a little, little breeze behind them so you put those balls up in the air they'll carry another five or six metres than, than they would have had in the first half so it's a little bit easier to show with it than against it yeah John Pelly was the man that's been withdrawn 17 is in Connor Donahue for the second half for Dublin he's an Aaron Sile man same club as Charlie Redmond the Red McDegan and the Bars they all played for Aaron free, Sile the referee has given another free for Dublin here there's an advantage being played and the advantage is now over because the full forward has a keen O'Sullivan he's trying to turn inside Dermot Byrne Dermot Byrne has done brilliantly ah, ah, that's that is absolutely no, like, what is that for no 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 free there 100% ah, that's there, right. there. James Owens now I'll tell you that's, there was no free there that ball for yeah, me well, was one fair and square yeah well yeah, but the free should have been from the old press box like in the, in the initial like, uh, if it was a free Brendan like seems that like he gave the advantage like, but he let the ball drop in but the advantage was, the advantage was yeah. over as soon as yeah. the full yeah. forward got the ball yeah. it, was my, a new, it was a new free yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah in my yeah. opinion yeah the advantage was over when Keno Solomon was taken on Dermot Bourne and I think Dermot Bourne possessed him legally 100% legally but it was a sympathy from the previous one that he didn't give I think he blew the whistle Dermot uh, Donald Brock puts Dublin back in front and that is his 7-3 of the afternoon here in Netwatch Cullen Park 14 points to Dublin 13 points to Carlo and it is there is 38 minutes gone then. yeah it started at 5 to, so 3 minutes played in the second half 14 points to 13 it is up goes John Nolan was he fouled? no runs onto a bit of a ball figure as Patrick goes across struggle to get up but he got it up in the end went for a bit of a stick pass across field and Carlo try and win it back with Dublin with a bit of intensity play through the middle of the park and now the strike comes from the man wearing number 8 Mark Rogan and he sticks it in and over the bar Carlo just got to be careful we spoke about intensity they had possession didn't hang on to it Grogan sends in his second of the afternoon to kill McCood Crogs man puts the dubs two points in front turns Kelly yeah. early days of second half yeah so like Fiacre was we feel a bit sorry like he kind of got the ball and he was trying to place the ball to his man but listen he was kind of half trapped with the ball broke to Paddy and Paddy put it you know scored his second point long range effort Jack Cavanagh drives it in around the house Chris Nolan is there underneath it was he pushed from behind he was but he's not going to get any change there Dara Gray picks up the pieces the Whitehall column kill man mops it up on the 20 metre line winds up for a big one sends it downfield looking to get it down to the full forward line Connor Lawler does well broke the ball well as he did at the Joe Mack final knocks it back to Dermot Byrne turns out of trouble Sledge he's bottled up playing it back towards Kevin McDonald. Kevin comes round oh, the corner no. got a bit of a lash drives it downfield there's an advantage coming here Paddy Bowling is underneath it up goes Paddy Paddy has it Paddy lays it off here goes John oh, oh, that's, free, oh that's more than a free that's six months in the joy for me that was an absolute clothesline of a challenge the referee yeah. has indicated that brilliant catch by Paddy Boland brilliant move by Carlo and a great ball downfield but if that's not a yellow card then Cody I'm going home I'll look at I'll, I'll go on James Owens here I think John Nolan was a little bit barging here uh, yes the Dublin man met him and met him hard and wrapped him but um, I don't know a, a yellow card may be harsh <laughs> you're standing but, up for the defenders but to be fair it was a serious take for Barry Bowling but it was his his to win all day on the outside of him right hand it's the first the first big clean one he won all day and he had a runner coming off him it's good to see him winning the business here goes Marty well, with the free yeah, too, like, well, like Paddy fed the ball to John going, John is in full flight and like the players are coming out technically what Eddie said is kind of right and Marty puts the rest on the scoreboard another one for Marty Kavanagh 15 points Dublin 14 points Carlo 
We are five minutes into the second half here in the All-Ireland preliminary quarter-final live from Netwatch Cullen Park. KCLR 96 FM. Big ball downfield. Carlo break it. Kevin Mack got to stick to it. Out they come with the oh. ball. Playing it to the middle of the park. James Dyle. Quality player from St. Mullins. Again down to Paddy Bowling. His man gets out in front this time. But Paddy just let the ball just overshot and went in behind Paddy Smith. There was no one from Carlo to pick up the pieces and Dublin are going to come and move it through the middle of the park. The hand pass for Dublin's Dara goes to Dara Power. Power in the middle of the park. Knocks it back. Discipline the name of the game for Carlo. Dublin getting a bit of movement and freedom now two against one as it's knocked in towards Keane O'Sullivan O'Sullivan showed well Paul Dine stays with him here comes Mark Rogan he's going to go looking for a goal oh he's got it it's got a deflection it was a jammy one in the end but the move was brilliant from Dublin and you could see that that was their intention and the Carlo remonstrating it was a dodgy hand pass there and they do know one thing from here on in a referee is not supposed to give you anything but I tell you one thing James Owens has given Carlo nothing he's given them nothing 15 points Dublin 14 points Carlo Liam Hayes always said it the big decision Going with the big teams, but anyway, Carlo will fight tooth and nail to get a result here. They're just at the play with what's in front, and they come forward again. James Dyle races away, pulled from behind, knocks it out to John Michael. That's John good. Michael That's Nolan good. from a difficult angle. It was good hurling, but it's That's a bad wide, and Carlo's first wide in the second half. 115 to Dublin, 14 points to Carlo. That could be a turning point, Terence. Could be a turning point, yeah. You know, four points in now is a big, you know, draft coming from a point down at half time to be good four up now. You know, Dublin are on top of the present time. Here come Dublin, clearing the ball downfield. Carlo got to be disciplined here. Paul Dial comes to defend his man. Great take by Keane O'Sullivan. To be fair to Dublin, O'Sullivan turns on the sixpence on the 45. Floats score. it in. It's a beautiful That's score. A it's a beautiful score. take. And Dublin are starting to open up here now in Netwatch Cullen Park. The same Bridges man from Blanchardstown yeah, has got his first, but he tracked it beautifully. He trapped that ball coming down with the sky. Little, you know, ground level. It's a great take and a great score. Five point lead for Dublin. 116 to Dublin. 14 points to Carlo. Big ball down to the half forward line. Paddy Bowling reached just and hang on to it Dara Gray's around long enough to know how to mop up possession mopped it up on the far side Dublin again go for a massive massive strike from out the field and that's, that's going to go to the left and wide now Ed, the puck out is vital here for Brian I know Carlo were playing a short route to Joe Mack now we're into the All-Ireland qualifiers this has got to go down on top of the big hand of John Michael or Paddy Ball and the train orchestra at something down there correct? correct yeah has to stick on you wherever it goes Brendan gone short gone short gone to Kevin Mack Kevin will still drive it down the field Marty is underneath it Stick here. up he goes barking ball comes towards Dublin they've broken up a car work hard without the ball and put a bit of pressure on Dublin Dublin picking up the pieces through Owen O'Donnell the Whitehall column kills captain sprays it across field Dara Power much better from Dublin in this exchange is in the second half coming back in across their own 65 long range effort we said to go for that their shooting terrain is back in their That's own wide. half back line at the moment that's a wide but that'll suit Carlo all day long Dublin's wides have been scarce turns three yeah, in the three first half, first half two in the second half Brendan Carlo had six in the first half and one in the second half uh, don't forget full live commentary tomorrow from Corrigan Park one o'clock Willie Quinlan on analysis Carlo and Antrim in the Tolson Cup quarter final this is the All-Ireland preliminary quarter final here from Netwatch Cullen Park here come Carlo this is Chris Nolan from distance to Hanaman sends it downfield that's a super score for Chris Nolan that was important to keep Carlo in the game you wanted more from Chris you got it here yeah listen to crack and score listen he's a top class holder said all the time you know and uh, that was a massive score he got a massive score early on also, so it's two for Chris here badly come, needed up here come Dublin playing it to their centre back position downfield it goes Carlo just reaching for it here comes Paul Dyle over oh, there 22 brilliant brilliant play Super. from Dyle out comes the cornerback and captain from St Mullins drives it downfield he's looking for Paddy Bowling but that wasn't a great ball Dublin will tidy it up and mop it up it's with Conor Brook the St Vincent's man a great club in Dublin football and hurling back across the middle of the park on Richie Cody uses all his experience the Bally Murphy man it's there for Carlo if they can get it up in the rook situation Jack McCullough lovely first touch from the back of the Stone Gales man 
their teams will play in the fail under 14 football and hurling McCullough lays it downfield Marty Kavanagh Kavanagh has it up goes across the 65 metre line needs to get it away to somebody ditch it back to Richie Cody Richie with an intelligent ball hit the referee and he's going to blow the whistle and it will be a throw in and that's what happens in GAA and it will be a throw in ball and that's unfortunate it happened it rarely rarely yeah. does it happen but it's not yeah, the referee's because fault Burnham, Diarmuid Burnham was going in in front of him like you know he was kind of giving the short pass across to Diarmuid and uh, the referee well he hit off the referee so that's a free in out Brendan should blow it ah Marty Kavanagh was definitely pushed at that location out come Dublin good take by the full forward shows very well for that ball gets it across field towards 15 Dara Power scored already turning striking what can Brian Tracy do about this watch it go I come back to the push on Marty Lady Cody was it a free I think personally it was and I also think the the fact James Owen interrupted the the pass previously I think he was nearly should have blown it 16 points to 15 Dublin winning their fair share around the middle of the park the shoulder came from Jack Kavanagh here come Dublin an advantage coming here referee wasn't happy with it but Dublin will continue long range effort comes in it's gone over the bar and they're starting to use a bit of flair now Dublin like they did against Galway in the championship Conor O'Donoghue he's on for the second half the Irons Isle man he sticks it in and over the bar 117 to Dublin 15 points to Carlo it's not a mountain out they're 5 points down but Carlo's still playing well enough but just have to retain possession yeah yeah Dublin definitely have upped it in the second half and they're shooting from from range and they're finding their target um fairly often here now so it's a little bit worrying but look we'll see how the next five minutes pan out the next five minutes is crucial in the game Dublin turning the screw a little bit first touch is working a little bit better for this man Dara Power he's withdrawn out the field a little bit for the second half and I think that tactic is working as Brian Tracy gathers this on the boss of the stick he's going for an almighty monster here drives it downfield looking for Marty and John Michael Marty Kavanagh runs onto it ball just hit off was he pushed in the back Carlo Field he was pushed didn't get the free back to the centre back Conor Burke Conor Burke sends it to his full back goal O'Donnell O'Donnell is chased down by James Dial. James hooked him from behind but he still gets it to Conor Burke Conor Burke moves it through the middle of the park Dublin now with the man on the overlap the man on the overlap is Keane Bowling the man from Plunkett's in Dublin drives it in it's in Cabra in Dublin sends it wide. in he sends it wide and Dublin now shooting their fair share of wides Stewie Mullen has a great St. Oliver Plunkett's man the Brogans play their football for Plunkett's Stewie played his hurling scored 11 against Kilkenny in the Alliance National Hurling League a number of years ago John Michael comes referee is not going to give any change there. He said he played a man, so he did, like, you know, and that's a uh, harsh enough. 3 2 Dublin from their own half back. I thought that was soft as well. I mean, John Michael and the Dublin player were going to shoulder one another to win possession there. Yeah, it's a hard call, isn't it? The Dublin player was probably half a foot in front of him and, and he got him slightly yeah. in the back, but the one previous with Marty was very, very similar. So, I, it's, you know, you have to give both of them. There's the free for Dublin. He's gone all the way back to Donald Burke from Afina. He scored six frees in the first half. He's got one in the second half. And this time he's going to strike it from between the 45 and the 65. Three metres of the sideline. Back in his own half of the park. This game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlos leading waste disposal company. Check them out on raywhelan.ie. Has that got the legs from Donald Burke? It hasn't got, it hasn't hasn't got, got the, the legs accuracy. or the accuracy. And that's four wides, possibly five on the trot now. Five, uh, four, five, five now five, in the five, second half. Yeah. Half three in the first half. Carlo still in the game. It's 117 to Dublin, 15 points to Carlo. Here's the puck out from Brian Tracy. 
Now they're subdued a little bit. Carlo need the support now as well. Leash got over the line in 2019 after winning the Joe Mack against Dublin. Here come the Carlo cheer now. John Michael breaks that ball in field, but Dublin seem to have an extra man at the moment. They haven't, but it's looking that way. Dara Power, Fingallians in Dublin sends it downfield. Great take by Conor Lawler. The horse that scored against Kildare Tullamore sends it out to Fiegra Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick has it. His hand passed to John Michael Nolan. The big Michael man controls it on the stick. Towards the sideline, it comes. Bit of ground oh, hurling. Richie. Richie Cody runs onto it. Man behind him. Richie goes very well. Keeps it in field. Dublin man played a bit of hockey. Knocked it back on the ground. Hurling Carlo should have done better. And Dublin have done better. They capitalised. James Dyle comes. Tries to win it on the ground. Carlo have it on the ground. Chris Nolan. Great play Nolan. The former IT Carlo man. Running through. Class forward this fella. Chris Nolan sends it in. Ah, oh, that's a super score. That's a super score for Carlo. They're not going away, these fellas. This is a cracking game of hurling now. Three for Nolan. The man from Rahana. Daddy Cody, you can't do much better than no, that. No, no, you can't do much better than that, Brendan. But you need more of it from him. Um, you know, he has that ability. So he, you need to see him on the ball more often. And he's deadly accurate when he gets a chance. But again, Paddy Ball and John Nolan and James Dyke needs to get into the game more because we can't rely on, the, on our backs to hold Dublin out. So 15 is in, or 22 is in, Paul Crummy for Dara Power of Fingalian. So Paul Crummy's in fine hurler, Paul Crummy. Yeah, in fact, pa- Paul Crummy played again Galway last week and he scored five points so far in the Championship. Like, you know, he's been there or thereabouts for a long time on the Dublin panel, Brendan. It's 20 points to 16. 117 in total for Dublin, 16 points to Carlo. We have exactly 15 minutes gone in the second half. A long way to go, it's only to panic as of yet. No, no, definitely not. It's like, uh, uh, what is it, five? 15 four, goals. Four, four points in it. 20 minutes to go so there's nothing in it four points in the game of hurling there's nothing Ninesman has to flag up um, Carlo bringing in a change yes that's uh, 14 uh, that's Jack Tracy for John Michael he's in for John Michael so Jack Tracy is in the ball and killing man John Michael Nolan leaves the fray he's done his part so what's the tactic change here he done very well when he came on in Croke Park Jack Tracy Carlo Mac- come out oh. Kevin Mack came to win that ball just slid through him Fiegra Fitzpatrick has it it's away here it goes Fiacra young man came into the team last year down to Jack great take can he hang on to it yes he can does well keeps it inside the sideline turns back outfield Linesman said he was out play. he was a bit unlucky there turns because he done really well he was a small bit unlucky we can't see that sideline but the referee and linesman see oh, it too close oh that's a free in Carlo yeah, <laughs> well spotted turns well spotted Eddie free in yeah. Carlo well there's justice probably being done right now. Yeah. I think so yeah I think there's justice probably being done like you know but young Jack Tracy like it's not a place for flicking over balls over lads heads here so the ball for letting the ball in like you know Tom Mullally is issuing a few instructions to Chris Nolan there I'd say he's saying look at well, you're as good as what's around go and do it and mm. he's not the only one out there yeah, that's true, like you yeah, know, yeah, this, yeah. this was quite by his standards in the first half. He's after getting two beauties in the second half, like he got one in the first half also. But I'm just saying, like he's such a high quality player, like we expect him to get everything. If Marty gets this, it's a one-score game, head 117 to 17 points, three between, and the crowd showed Carlo, Carlo. Here's Marty Cavanagh, two meters up from the sideline. Struck it well. No, uh, he has it. He has it. He, he has, has it. it. Put a bit of fade on that one, I tell you. If you're listening, Shane Lowry. They put a bit of fear on that one. He started it outside the post and he finished inside. 117 Dublin, 17 points Carlo. That's what they need to turn. He's as good as what's out there, like at the freeze. You know, just saying he's an exceptional free taker. Like that wasn't, that's that one simple. There's Crummy going for his first ball, but the breaking ball will favour. Man on the far side, which is uh, Sean Curry. And that's a. Uh, that's Dara Power, I think, still on the field. It showed the boards that Dublin come in along the end line. Wide, wide, wide ball. It's a, a, it's a white ball. White ball. White ball. They said a few minutes ago that 15 went off the Dublin team, but for me, I think 15 is still out there. Still out there, yeah. So, so turn, turn, is 13 gone? 
Well, 15 is there anyway, Brendan. That's 13. Yeah. 22 is there. He came in. I thought I spotted 15 a minute ago. Yeah, I did. He's gone back down yeah, here. Yeah, he's there. Still on. Yeah, 13 is here also, Yeah, yeah so Dara Power didn't leave the field. Team Bowling has gone off, lads, has he? Well, anyway, it's 17 to Dublin. 17 points to Carlo. That's a sideline ball, ball to Carlo. Carlo. Carlo really needs the next score now, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. And what, they do. A point will do. But look, you'd love to see Carlo threatening the goal because they haven't threatened it from the start of the game. So it would be a massive play if that could happen. But yeah, a point will do at this stage. There's 18 minutes, there's plenty of time. Plenty of time indeed. 18 minutes played in the second half with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlos leading Waste Disposal Company. Sideline ball has gone across the half-back line. Dara Gray got a touch on it. Fine, big, strong player, Dara. Spotted up by Chris Nolan, but he does well to get the ball away. Sends it down to the corner for a position. If it sticks, it's good for Dublin. They're looking to switch it back and field. Carlo work, it's a great turn. It's wide, a good strike, wide, but wide, it's a wide, wide ball. Good work, good it's work. a wide ball, and that still keeps Carlo in the foot. Turns, we have complimented Carlo all year. They work great without the ball is phenomenal and again that time not given I mean awfully someone said the 26 wides and the extra time in the yeah. whole lot but you could say that 10 wides because Carlo didn't allow yeah, them to yeah, shoot clearly absolutely like, you know, like they, they, they were under pressure hitting everything yeah here comes the puck out from Brian up goes Paddy Bowling breaking ball favours James Dial. he's gone for a big one Dial floats it in wide, wide, wide ball. ball the chances are being created by Carlo still remains 117 to Dublin 17 points to Carlo a puck of a ball between them Dublin lead by 3 here in the preliminary all Ireland quarter final live from Netwatch Cullen Park in Carlow Dublin play a lateral ball across their own half back line back to Paddy Smith the Clontarf club man Jack Tracy makes a nuisance himself tries to win back possession Dublin move yeah. the first touch has been poor at times during the day in Carlow that's a free for James Dial. Yeah, he's working his socks off. Kathleen will be happy with him. One seventeen to seventeen. The mouse sends this one over. It's only a two-point game. Ter Kelly. Well, both Kathleen and Seamus will be happy. I'm just saying he's an exceptional holder. He's after getting two points before now. He's after making about at least three frees, Brendan. So, like, if Marty can add to his tally here, there'll only be two points in it. Here comes the free for Marty Cavanagh not a simple one either no it's not and the pressure comes on as well and I know he's experienced in the whole lot it's it's uh, it's difficult enough I know a man of his calibre should be sticking them over but a bit of pressure on it here he comes Marty Cavanagh he's one of the reasons we're where we are today oh, without a shout of a 117 day, Dublin can Marty put Carlo onto 18 points and pull them back to within two here's the lift there's the strike it's travelling it's travelling it's oh it's so white Why? ball it's another one gone a big in it Cody yeah, yeah, yeah. all them you like put you your bottom daughter on him yeah you would but we've had a slight shower rain the last five minutes Brendan and that ball has gone greasy now and it, it does make a difference it does indeed it could be a two point swing here because Dublin are coming through up the middle the puck out came from Sean Brennan to Chris O'Leary and now they're walking it through the middle of the park oh, and that's a great oh. interception from Kevin MacDonald Marty Cavanagh uh, pushed uh, the down. Now, now can I ask the two of you can Listen. I ask can I ask the two of you if we're with long freeze and all Kevin has the ability to do it Brian can come out of goal you're saying about the wet ball Eddie put Paddy Boland on the edge of the square and Hoover yeah, yeah, one in yeah, there yeah. Hoover one in there that's all you got to do they're trying to slitter at the moment 117 to 17 that was a free ter- free that was a, yeah that was a free like, but listen Paddy hasn't caught his usual high ball today didn't he get too many though he, he wasn't given the service yeah I know but it's one of those things like you know but technically probably in on the square because uh, yeah. you know there's a man playing him in front there's a fellow in front of most of the time yeah there, you'd like one or two more lads in the square but you've got to think if the ball comes back out you have to have a few fellas out the field as well yeah, I think Marty is going to go for this he's going for it all day yeah 65 and he's on half of the park this will be massive if he gets if it if he gets it but if it drops 
passing around the house. They've got to be prepared for a rebound off the post or whatever. Didn't strike it as no, well as he no, would have. Here short. comes Paddy. Up he goes. Catches yes. it. Paddy Boland has it. Oh, Dispossessed. Was he pushed to the ground? No, says the referee from Wexford, James Owens. Dublin fullback has it. They're going to play it out. And this way, Carla didn't put too many players forward because out come Dublin on the counter attack. And Carla have got four or five men. But Boland caught a great ball, but well it didn't done. work out. Carroll hit come in there from uh, Chris Nolan on top of the, or, uh, Marty Cavanagh was. Boy, on top of it. Oh, another wait. Now, Dublin are leaving Carroll in this game. Dublin are bringing in number 23. And that's Fergal Whiteley of Kilmacud Croaks. And he's coming on for number 13. So Sean Curry is gone. Fergal Whiteley is coming in from Kilmacud Croaks. And Keen Bowen is the other one that went off earlier. Keen Bowen went off. Carroll are well in this game. 117 Dublin, 17 points to Carroll. Don't have to worry about the first 20 minutes now or the first half. 22 minutes gone in the second half. Carlo thought I had that that time. Paddy Boland reached for a Dublin win it. Jack Cavanagh comes out, gets a touch on it on the ground. Carlo got the chase now because Dublin make a break on the flank on the far side. Here they come, moving quickly. Carlo with numbers back in defence. Knocked back as far as the man right 22. Paul Crummy, does he get the shot in? Shortens the grip on the stick, floats it in. That's a That's gone over the bar. Yeah, Paul Crummy gets his first demand from Luke and Sarsfields. 118 to Dublin, 17 points to Carlo. We're back to a four point game, turns Kelly and Carlo have a bit to do but loads of time remaining yeah there's isn't 13 minutes left in the game still like you know that was a ball that kind of broke I thought Paddy Boland had the ball he didn't have it listen the ball is into Carlo attack again James Doyle James Doyle breaks it down rolls the stick over the top of the ball comes out put under a little bit of pressure didn't get any change out there it's a tough game when you're playing at this level here come Dublin moving forward they went toe to toe with Galway nearly got to a Leinster final they're here in the preliminary quarter final now what's happening here James Dyle got a wrap over there on the far side and he's not happy and the man that's not happy is Chris Nolan and you have to be careful and keep your discipline as well Terence yeah, but is it a free to Carlow or is it a free to Dublin? Free to Dublin I think he had, there, was a, there was an advantage there for some, for something I didn't see a whole lot to be honest with you but it's a Dublin free as far as I'm concerned here Yeah number 5 Paddy Dyle is the one who's on the ground I think and uh, Chris Nolan is the one who's going to be spoken to I, w- I would also think Yeah I think it's just for the retaliation more so than the, than the foul I, I can't see anything worse than it no, it's, it's, it's James Dyle talking is it? No, it's, no, it's, it's, Chris, Chris, it's Chris. It's Chris. It's Chris. There's too many white helmets yeah. down there, Ter. It's a yellow card. It's not, it's not Chris. Mouse, actually. It's Mouse. <laughs> it's Mouse. It's Chris's little bandage on his knee. Yeah. Yeah. All, the, you know, all white helmets. Dublin are having a little bit of a congregation there. If you keep it within a one score game, Edge, you're in with a chance. Time is petering away here. He's coming to Chris now as well. Yeah, he's coming over to Chris as well because he retaliated. Yeah. It's a yellow card it's as well. It's a yellow card for him. Yeah. Yellow card for him. He knew he was going to get one. He steps away. Now, the Carlow lads know that the clock is now on. 24 minutes. minutes gone in the second half Dublin have a free and it will take a big effort from Carlo to come forward it's still not over. John Keenan is the linesman yeah. on this side of the park Michal Donoghue he knows what Carlo like he came here with Galway and Carlo threw with him that day and Carlo gave them one hell of a freight below on Salt Hill a few years ago he's a gentleman Michal know him very well he works with Galway Bay FM with Sean Walsh and uh, the lads Niall and Sirland the boys during the year here's a long range free for the Dublin man Donald Burke oh. in around the house it goes there was a bit of a shove in there and I tell you Carroll have got to shovel this one up and Brian Tracy has it under pressure gets it out to Jack Cavanagh the big ball has got to come downfield the Carroll supporters urge on Carlo. Jack Cavanagh didn't get it his way as quick as he would have liked the ball breaks in the middle of the field again the Dublin first touch deprives the Marty is onto it the crowd urge him on Marty Cavanagh onto his left hand side blocked down gets the line ball on the far side 118 to Dublin a total of 21 points 17 to Carlo. four between them Ter. plenty of time to go listen he's such a talent there were three Dublin players around who flicked the ball around him and he got his free out but 
Carlo are on the attack a bit of a scrum there's a scrum for possession in the middle of the park here and I think Carlo could have it up here the work ethic is good breaking ball goes downfield no one can say they're not giving it a go anyway don't forget the footballers play Antrim tomorrow 1 o'clock live on KCLR Willie Quillen on analysis Carlo have the ball this time that's a free in James Dyle wins the free good good play from Carlo very good play from Carlo now wait they can pull it back to a one score game four between them if they nail this it's a three point game 118 to Dublin 17 Carlo and Marty scores this he can put them on to 18 points but Ter already it's a pressure shot a uh, pressure shot like he's after missing the la- uh, last one last two is it um, no. but look at this one's only 45 yards out so you put like you put your house on him for this one to be fair to him but like Carlo living on scraps here at the moment Dublin are, pr- are pulling all the strings and Carlo are chasing the game also so you know, it's, it's. I still think there's a sting in Carlo. There's a goal in if, it, if it could get a goal, it'd be a big score, wouldn't it, sir? Uh, it'd be a massive score. Like you know, I said, Marty had dropped one short and he had one wide, but this was this is every free is so vital now. Like one one eighty to seventeen points. Marty Cavanagh from the forty-five floats it in, sends it over the bar. You can hear the supporters saying, "Go on, the mouse, the mouse has sent in another one." One eighteen to Dublin, eighteen points to Carlo. There's a puck of a ball between the sides. They're listening in several countries across the world. We've them all listed on our network. There, there's too many to mention but good evening to everybody as Dublin come forward and Carlo Jack. Jack McCullough Jack McCullough from distance oh, sends it downfield Jack McCullough has Four, won it all and the crowd are on their feet in Network's Collin Park it's 1-18 to Dublin it's 19 points to Carlo the man from Town has nailed it there yeah listen only 20-21 years of age one of the three or four youngsters who came into the scene last year brilliant brilliant score from Jack here come Dublin on the attack big ball oh, downfield Carlo break it but the breaking ball goes to Keen O'Sullivan he fires one in oh, it looks to be going over the bar he got it he crept it inside the post in fairness to him it was a great score for the St. Bridges man Brendan Galvin a St. Bridges man listening to us in Sneem County Kerry would have enjoyed that one 1-19 to Dublin 19 points to Carlo we're back to a 3 point ball game here comes Carlo Paul Dyle got it he was going to knock it back to Brain he says I tell you wanting and going to drive it from Bahana down towards Glynn at the moment he does but it's gathered by Conor Brook the Dublin centre back out comes Brook steaming down the line on that far side knocked it over as far as the man wearing 23 Fergal Whiteley and the Kilmacud Crocsman says we're in a bit of bother here in Carlo and we got to get out of it and we're back to a 4 point game 120 Dublin 19 points Carlo that was experience Eddie that was yeah and when that ball didn't stick in the car forward line and went straight back down the field and over the bar there's a free into Carlo James Dyle was fouled it's going to be a three point game again if Marty sticks this one over the bar Terence, I think I'm going to go with your theory there's still something in Carlo there is, yeah there is there, I think there is I think there's something in Carlo like to have belief in themselves like you know they know they're in bonus territory and Dublin had a bit of a swagger after half time there but like Carlo kind of well they're kind of facing up to him now Brendan they went five points up one time they're back to three points now yeah, back to so three. Yeah, almost. If three. he gets this, yeah. yeah. Well, I if think he gets J- this. James Isle is ploughing a lone furrow up here at the moment, to be fair to him. He's the only one that's taken it to Dublin, really. Marty, yeah, is putting over the freeze, but outside of that, there's not a lot coming out of the forward line. Well, here come. Well, Carlo forward line has been exposed, but the great work they've done all year. So I say, Hall and his backroom team done their work on Carlo. Yeah. Here's Marty Cavanagh to pull it back to a three point game. He's inside the 45, into the O'Hanrahan's end. There's the lift, there's the strike. Right. He there's sends it a bit, TJ Reedish. If you're listening, TJ, straight over the cross bar barely over but the all count and Marty's got another one Tommy Walsh and Tullerone give Carlo a great chance talking to Paul Walker during the week 120 to Dublin 20 points to Carlo the clock is ticking 
coming on. It's 29 minutes gone here. Carlo win it in the middle of the park. They have it through Chris Nolan. Here he goes. Stylish forward. Turns inside Dara Gray. Still going. Caught high. Has to get the free. Didn't he? Gets it across towards Jack Tracy. Jack Tracy in a difficult angle. The ball and kill him. Turns on his left hand side. Sends it in and over oh. the bar. Oh! That's a point. That's a point. Oh, wide, wide, wide ball, wide ball. John Keenan should have seen that. He's not calling the referee. Had to be wide, so at one twenty. Terence was was a glorious opportunity. Well, a glorious opportunity. Like you know, in fact, I thought Chris might have got his free going in. He flicked the ball into Jack Tracy, and uh, you know he was narrowly wide, but it was wide. Dublin win a great ball in the full forward line turning and striking Danny Sutcliffe plays it short outfield to Fergal Whiteley Whiteley floats it in it looks to be going over the bar they're scoring from the 65 metre 45 metre zone now it's 121 to 20 Dublin are back to a four point lead the clock on Netwatch Cullen Parks is 29 minutes gone six of normal time remaining plus additional time here in Netwatch Cullen Park the puck from Brian Tracy Brian Tracy the Carlo keeper down towards James Dyle Toddy had it in the hand but won back by Conor Brook to St Vincent centre back for Dublin he sends it downfield and Eddie we spotted that earlier Dublin do to win a bit of bother they're going for long range efforts and it's paying dividends for them at the moment shooting from distance Brendan yeah and their accuracy is good from distance but the Conor Brook and Owen O'Donnell are absolutely exceptional in the Dublin back line at the moment they're mopping up everything there's a big ball downfield propping to Dublin trying to clear it to Dara Gray he's steady in that wing half back position he's caught high there does very well to call him Killman got it back in field Faker Fitzpatrick he's bottled up Dublin are working their socks off beautiful first touch from the centre fielder Chris O'Leary coming through he's been in the battle today he got it to Danny Sutcliffe Sutcliffe is going to get the free looked like he jumped into the car oh he's in trouble Jack Cavanagh he's in trouble he's in trouble I don't know if there was any malice in that but he caught the face shield with the stick and was he on yellow earlier on? No he's not no Brendan no 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 I don't think there was any malice in that no, Marty's on yellow and Chris was on yellow yeah, if, there's, if, if he sees that to be deliberate, he's going, to, he's, going, he's going to give him a red card if he sees that as deliberate, Eddie, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think it was. I no, think, I don't I think, think so. Jack, Jack had a trail in hand, and I'd say it was, it was his fingers that actually caught it, but I don't think he, it was deliberate by any matter of means. It's the yellow card. Yellow yeah. card, yeah. yeah. Fair play, Tones. Yeah, fair play. 122 to Dublin, 20 points to Carlo. They have it all to do, Turns. They have it all to do, Have it all to do. Daryl Gray got a fair old rattle at the sideline that time as well. He'd probably feel a little hard done by one of the best hurlers I ever played with. Bonzo Doug is tuned into us at the moment at his daughter's wedding. Good man, Francis. You were born in St. Bridges as well. The old Carlo side is coming out in you today. 122 Dublin, 20 points to Carlo. There's a few in it, Ed. Five points, but uh, Carlo didn't look like scoring goals today. They'll need something, but if Dublin score this, it'll be a six point lead as they introduce Dara Purcell from Kilmacud Crocs on to the Dublin team. Chris O'Leary is the one that's making way, Brendan. Yeah, he scored the first point today. Chris, he worked hard in the middle of the park. Big man, big man. Here's the free for Dublin outside the 45 the Joe McDonough champions now going down with a fight here in Netwatch Cullen Park but now it's going to be a monumental effort for Carlo because Donald Burke has sent in another one and to be fair to Carlo he hasn't scored from play Eddie but he's got a lot from dead ball yeah, situations yeah he's been clinical on dead ball situations yeah, well, yeah six point lead for Dublin 123 to Dublin 20 points to Carlo big ball downfield he's catching some great ball in the last few minutes that's Owen O'Donnell along with his centre back downfield he sends it oh lovely first touch racing onto it is Dublin's Dara Purcell he's only in lovely speed plays it into two men loose the legs are showing now in the Dublin legs, yeah. the legs are going with Carlo Dublin played back Danny Sutcliffe. Sutcliffe he's not going to miss the St. Jude's man 
and Dublin are on the way to play Clare next week I hate saying it but Clare have put in one hell of a battle but there is a little bit of a gulf starting to appear now but I'll tell you one thing Terence Kelly it's been some epic performance again by the Carlo Hurling team absolutely like you know they've given us some, so many so many great days this year like you know they have been brilliant and, uh, it's not know, over yet I won't write them yet. off here comes Jack he's got to put this in around the house Jack Kavanagh got to put it in around the house gets it off short on the far side over as far as Chris oh. Nolan scored three already has he got four lands it in and has it gone over the bar it's oh, oh it's a white ball it's just not working for Carlo now Ed no it's, it's not, just it's not, not happening they're forcing a little bit there Brendan and you know they're yeah Dublin are just picking off those scores at will there now so four I minutes think, sorry I do, Ed yeah Go no ahead. I do think the legs are running out on Carlo here and Dublin have a couple of press subs in and it's making a big difference certainly is Carlo come forward here yes, comes Marty Cavanagh Marty lays it off Fieger of its patch oh the hand pass wasn't brilliant it was a poor pass to Dermot Byrne it was a tired pass it should have been better from the Rangers man out come Dublin they've turned it over I think the Dublin ah. man is fouled yeah I think he was caught it's a free out to the centre back I have to be fair Conor Burke and Owen O'Donnell have been excellent in the second half absolutely excellent their, their, their um, defensive work their driving forward their aerial ability they're, they're cleaning up to be honest with you uh, here come. Gone in 24, Brendan. Yeah, Carl, Carl are introducing subs as well. Uh, that or man coming in, Fia Coutoul. is coming in for Chris, I think, is it? No, John is coming out. He's limping off the field as well. He's one hell of a campaign. Tom Mullally is making his way down to the fourth official here. So I don't know what, what would Tom be instructing there going looking for goals are they tell Fiacre to stop to, to drive the, the ball effing, in. effing ball in <laughs> if that's, I'd be polite that's, about that's it. typical hurling coaching 124 to 20 they've got to drive it in now they got to drive it out now because Kevin Mack has it and he nails one down to the middle great hand by Dermot Byrne Goodness. turning and striking over the field he sends it down towards the 45 metre oh, line Paddy Boland comes in throws in a fair ah. old shoulder but the ball is out off the Carlo ball it was delivered forward and the ball, clock yeah. ticks down but thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlo's leading waste disposal company check them out on raywhelan.ie just half past six local time in downtown Carlo wherever you are listening across the world the game is 35 minutes on we're into added time here in Netwatch Cullen Park the second half Dublin 124 Carlo 20 points I have to say it's been a gallant gallant performance for Carlo they're just going to come up short they had their chances missed a few opportunities as Dublin go forward and put wide. this one to the right and wide now the only advice I can give Brian Tracy here is to give this welly and drive it downfield and see can Carlo get a goal well he must have heard you Brendan it's gone to the half forward line so it, it certainly is three minutes of additional time gone out over the line Brendan yeah but I think the crowd will hang on it because they appreciate what these fellas yeah, have done they've, like, given, they've given us a great year they've given us a great year Brendan they, they really have to be fair to them they've asked especially in championship yes their league was, was, was gone after a game or to win it but since that they've really knuckled down and they gave us a great championship but you can see that little bit of a golf in class in pace and power and physicality here where they're going to have to do a good win a good win they're now to get to this level for next year yeah because we're in the Leinster Championship next year yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah so it's going to be big you'll have to get Kenny's every, in the every game is big. and the Dublin's coming to town that's another great take all the Dublin benches Eddie that's was saying has played well there's another free coming there's an advantage coming Dublin are going to look for a three pointer before we finish Brian Tracy has come to the rescue we're coming back for the free we're into the added time Turk Kelly it's looking like it's not going to be Carlos Day yeah. which will be the first one to compliment him on the great run and the first one to compliment Dublin coming down here today and being put into a fight but getting out of it in the proper way listen we have to hold our hats up the Carlo have been brilliant this year unbeaten coming into this game like they went down to Kerry had a massive battle drew with Leash beat off twice you know and uh, 
like you know this, this Dublin team are rated higher than Carlo but uh, you know Carlo put in a manly performance all year and listen we owe him an awful lot of praise for, all, for well, all the wonderful days they give us it'll be Leinster Championship for Carlo next year it'll be an All-Ireland quarter final for Dublin 124 to Dublin 20 points to Carlo Keno it's Sullivan. now 125 Keno Sullivan sends this one in the man from St Bridget's he sends in that free it's gone over the bar and Brian Tracy will put this one out don't forget we'll have full time analysis from Eddie Cody here on KCLR when the final whistle goes is there a consolation score or is there two goals in Carlo to try and pull it back Richie Cody sprays it to the middle of the park back towards Marty Kavanagh Marty Marty Kavanagh nice ball to Jack McCullough McCullough goes on the run he's on the 65 right down towards the 45 switched it back to the man behind him man behind him is Kevin Mack Kevin Mack downfield Carlo look like they're going for a goal Kevin stays going Kevin McDonald sends it in sends it over the bar beautiful score Carlo beautiful score Kevin McDonald and he had a few brilliant performances throughout the campaign as well Ah, Kevin McDonald is a quality hurler um, you know, and, he, and he, he fronted up well he'd done a lot of good work in the back line today but he's an exceptional forward if he, can, if he gets up that end of the pitch as well he's deadly accurate Dublin goalkeeper Sean Brennan he has been cool Alan Nolan was a great keeper with him Brendan McLaughlin in the past also some great goalkeepers in Dublin here come Dublin with the run is Dara Purcell from the Crokes Kilmacud south side of the county finding a man in space there's a few tired legs out there they're going looking for a three pointer and here it is Brian Tracy can he make a save there's the shot oh Dublin finished with a plum yeah, it's finished by Keane Keno Sullivan from St. Bridget's it's little more than he deserved the referee will blow the final whistle 225 to Dublin 21 points to a gallant Carlow team and there's another change coming uh, 25 for 18 is coming in on the Carlow team and 25 on the Carlow team is John Dial from yeah. St. Mullins a big man he's going in but time is petering out Dublin are going to win the match Eddie they're going to march on to the quarter final they'll play Clare in Croke Park next weekend yeah yeah they will and, and just and just a five lead I've had a good very good second half they really came out and hit the ground running in the second half scored scored points from distance and they've got the two goals now the second goal is the game is over at this stage so it's put the kind of a bad reflection on the scoreboard from a Carroll perspective but nevertheless Carroll have been gallant here today James Dyle gallant all the way sends one downfield that's a terrific score from the St Mullins man that's why is it that's a pity he's worked hard hasn't he yeah that's their that's their 11th wide in the match 225 to Dublin 21 huge thank you to Ray Whelan Waste Management for kind sponsorship throughout the championship it's all over Carlo's great run has come to an end and Dublin are the first ones to appreciate Carlo's brilliant effort it's a standing ovation all round from the Carlo and Dublin supporters for the Carlo team here this afternoon 225 to Dublin 21 points to Carlo it's disappointing I suppose turns but in saying that they wanted to climb the mountain and win the Joe Mack they did that they came back today they got up that mountain knocked back two or three claims got back but in fairness to Dublin they're still on the top did Brendan like when you see the crowd yeah, give them a stand ovation off the field like in defeat as I said you know they were beaten what, by six uh, uh, ten points is it? ten points I think but uh, you know I said Carl were excellent so they were like Dublin are a better team today and uh, in fact their subs kind of come in and made a huge difference but you know I said thanks for all the members Carl like, it would be brilliant this year yeah 21 points it wouldn't, day. wouldn't win too many matches but I tell you it's a fair old score against a good yeah, division a fair, one team it's a fair old score like you know as I said that uh, you know, they've done really really well as I said that in the beginning of the year in the league and in the in the, you know, in the early on in the rounds, like you kind of say, where are we going? But you know, as I said, Paddy and Tommy and Paddy and the boys, like they had a team kind of focused for the Joe Mac. Did, you know, this is bonus territory, as we said, Brandon. Like, but you have to compliment Carlo on having a wonderful year. Like, you know, Dublin are a massive team with massive. You know, a massive amount of yeah, clubs. And we can look forward to seeing the man. I tell you, that match will stand up and well heading to play at Clare next course, week. It will, of course. Like, you know, they got a fright. Like, they were a point down at half time. 
and uh, you know this it was a good match like in the last 10 minutes you know when Dublin just pulled away possibly a little bit of a far score line like Carl had been a huge effort and Carl had a lot of wides early on but listen on the balance of play listen the, like, the better team won yeah Eddie I know we'll be coming back to you for analysis in a few minutes time but to have given us a great year we mentioned that to be fair to Dublin they've been fantastic today the best team won the match uh, proud enough here for Carlo hurling people still pulling from a small pool so plenty of work uh, to be done in Carlo. some people feel there's enough work being done for hurling but I for one believe that uh, the town area here and I know Satanta and Carlo Town hurling club themselves are doing terrific work but it's a sleeping giant and I know we have to get everybody involved because there's serious potential if you've got more and more clubs playing and more and more play- people playing and I think they're working on that now yeah they are to be fair look and it's, all, it's a numbers issue like in Dublin Terence mentioned it, like the resources in Dublin the, the clubs in Dublin the, the, the player pool in Dublin like it's massive like it's, it's like uh, it's like light years apart so we have what we have here and, and yeah. we need to get more in the town we need to get more in the north of the county to be fair to Bourne Rangers and uh, uh, they're you know they're pushing really strong out there they're great underage development so hopefully a lot of those young lads that are hurling well out there will, will continue into adult hurling and feed into this team because we do need more clubs feeding the county team because you can't you can't sustain a county team on, on four clubs and maybe two of them just dominating that, that first 15 so you know unfortunately that, that's where we are at the moment and the guys have given us massive massive um, uh, days this year and no doubt they'll come back and they'll, they'll give us plenty more of it this year because there's a lot of youth in that team still and a lot of guys that got experience this year that probably um, you know have, lear- have learned a lot they mightn't have got a lot of game time but they have been in training camps they have been playing challenge games they have they have got a taste of it and hopefully they stay in there and, and no more Jack McCullough last year was, was only kind of coming onto that scene and he has had a, a tremendous year this year on, on his second year at it so look there's plenty to work on there's, there's plenty to be proud of and uh, um, you know, fair, fair play to them. They, they died with their boots on today. They certainly did. Well, make sure to stay tuned because with a full time, uh, it is full time now. We will be bringing analysis after the break and reaction to the second half with Edward Cody and the scoreline team. But here with Robbie Dowling in Netwatch Cullen Park and with Shane back in studio, our full time analysis with thanks to Sunark Solar Systems, Carlo, specialising in solar installations from your home, farm and business, Sunark Solar Systems.ie. Robbie Dowling, what did you make of all that today? An incredible day, I think, for Carlo, for Carlo hurling, and obviously the outcome is brilliant for Dublin. They go on to a quarter final, not so much for Carlo, but I'm just kind of seeing here on the pitch it's happening with Dublin too, but particularly with Carlo, all the young fans and families. older fans, even families, are all going out to meet and greet the players, and it's great to see. And it feels like a fitting end to what obviously was a remarkable season for Carlo. Um, not in the sense that they lost the game we all would have loved to have seen them win the game but the fact that from the first whistle until the last and that's a genuine comment that's not kind of a passing off remark they were they did their absolute best to try and get into an All-Ireland quarter final and they just came up short I think there was actually a key point in the game Jack McCullough got a great score it was, it was the end of a string of scores where they brought it back to within two points I'd say with less than ten minutes of normal time to come and I think Dublin kicked on from there and the other yeah. key point in the game was probably that opening goal as Dublin well ben- think, Dublin bench was strong as yeah, well yeah they did and I think you could see Carlo players were slightly wilting completely understandable and maybe they just didn't have the strength and depth that Michal Dunne had to call upon as well so there's a couple of little things that look just did not go Carlo's way but in terms of to win the Joe McDonough Cup final and then to go out and put in a performance like that 
just speaks volumes of the work that Tom Mullally and his management team have done with these players because a lot of players and a lot of teams would have just been happy with their lot winning the Joe McDonough Cup when you start again in 2024 not these lads they wanted to put in one more performance and they did that they didn't get one more result but nevertheless they can be hugely proud of their efforts today and throughout the year OK well I'm going to hand back to Shane the final score here he'll be back with Robbie and Eddie here from Netwatch Cullen Park the final score Dublin 2 goals and 25 points Carlo 21 it's the end of the road for Carlo but we will be concentrating on the local championship in the weeks to come but we have to say a huge thank you to Carlo on winning the Joe Mack bringing us on a magical journey from their first day out against Kildare here in that Joe Mack today has been their first defeat but they can hold their heads high they've done the county proud over the last number of months and may we congratulate Dublin as well as they now march forward in an All-Ireland quarter-final to take on Clare in Croke Park next weekend. As we say, the final score, Dublin, two goals and 25 points, Carlo 21. I'll hand back to Shane. He'll be back with Eddie and Robbie uh, and analysing that second half and the game in full. I'll try and grab a little bit of post-match audio from both camps as we say goodbye from the match commentary at Netwatch Cullen Park. But stay tuned because Eddie will be back with Solar Systems, Carlo, after the break. KCLR Live Sport The All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Preliminary Quarterfinal Carlo versus Dublin With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlo's leading waste disposal company RayWhelan.ie